1: Well hello and welcome back to Lorehammer, my name is Eric.
2: Hey Eric, I'm Mark, how's it going Eric? Mark.
1: I'm doing pretty good. (laughs) Thank you for asking. I really appreciate that. I've been told that like
2: you want to drive people's name home. So people remember Eric, your name and stuff. We've known
1: each other for over 10 years, (laughs) Mark. If you don't know my name at this point. (laughs) Well, Eric, I would like to. (laughs) Thanks, Mark, for (laughs) driving that home one more time. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Joining us today, uh, we have Logan, who has previously been on an episode. Mm -hmm.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah, one, the Tao one. One of our most hated episodes, and it was directly your fault. I was invited (laughs) back.
1: It was—it's the content, but it's how you delivered it. I'm sorry. Like now that you've gone through, I don't know the. The Lorehammer School, uh, you've got your diploma. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So now we feel it's great to have you back on. Yeah,
3: 50 grand for a piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> it was worth it though, right? Yes. Yeah, it's yeah. tax deductible. Of course. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Just
2: write that off at the end of the year. It's fine.
1: And then uh, joining us, we have Zach for the first time. Hello,
2: Zach. Yeah, welcome hey.
4: to the show. Thank you.
1: Um,
4: what am i supposed to say i don't know do we we say
2: how we know each other we know friends of a friend of a friend yeah kind of something like that sure he's my cousin oh Oh, there we go okay so the plot thickens what (laughs) other deep details do we know about zach
4: um i've known him my entire life
3: yeah have you guys ever you've known
2: zach your entire life yeah my entire (laughs) life
4: wow that's a long time
2: have you ever been in like a fight with each other or anything I don't think so, actually. Well, you're about to welcome the lore hammer. (laughs) We get down and dirty and we get into the shit of the lore we're
1: going (laughs) to... If you don't hate each other now, you will by the end of it. (laughs) It's time to go. Uh, But this episode is... Militarum Tempestus. Yeah,
2: yeah. And for those of you who don't know what that means... uh, Look it up. (laughs) (laughs) Look it up, bitch. (laughs) Stupid. Do your own research. Episodes over. We're going to be talking about the Tempestus Scions
1: and also Commissars. Yeah, all part of the Ordo Tempestus, actually, Mm -hmm. uh, which is kind of related to the Astra Militarum, but, you know, not necessarily part of them. It's classic like oh. imperium hierarchy mm-hmm.
2: if you don't know who's in charge then no one can get in trouble
1: that's right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. or the guy pointing the bolt pistol at you <laughs> is oh, yeah. the one in charge oh god you know <laughs> thank you commissar. <laughs> yeah okay you, Where'd you're you welcome get that gun eric <laughs>
3: <laughs> look at me look at me <laughs> i'm the captain now. i'm
1: the captain now uh yeah but before we actually get into the episode itself there's a couple things we want to highlight for those of you maybe who are listening for the first time housekeeping yeah <laughs>
2: Uh (laughs) Housekeeping.
1: Well, the first one is our Patreon. If you're unaware, we do have a Patreon. We actually video record all our episodes in our awesome studio. Uh, You can look at us as we scream at each other. Mm -hmm. Um, Tables have been known to be flipped. Oh,
5: that's
2: um, where the plaque went. (laughs) (laughs)
5: Shattered
1: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> into a million pieces uh, Yeah, for the low price of $2 a month <laughs> oh, You too Can what watch a, us What a
2: steal uh, how, <laughs> Tell me again how I get involved in that
1: Well, what Jeez. you do is you go to Patreon <laughs> And you search for Lorehammer ah, And you'll find us, and again, it's $2 a month <laughs> To see our video content Wow. Uh, a- other than that um, Let's talk about Let's talk Lorehammer for a couple minutes which Minutes? Is, Holy fuck holy shit it's worth minutes mark (laughs) god damn it uh ltl is kind of a sister podcast actually Uh, it's run by dylan and matt and it's made for and by the members of our community for the members of our community yeah
2: yeah they basically just do whatever the community wants sometimes they'll do submissions about I think they're doing like weird sex ones, like every time. You Adeptus can-
1: Erotica, Adeptus I believe, erotica, is in the works. Yeah,
2: you no, know, there's a bunch of crazy yeah. stuff that they do over there. That's all just community driven. It's a lot of fun.
1: It is a lot of fun. Uh, Mark and, if- and I were just recently on an episode. Oh yeah, where oh, yeah. we yeah. created a hive city. It was a mobile <laughs> yeah. hive city. It was a ship that just drags its way through the ice using grav technology and yeah, so we sweet. there's like the ruling class where they get hooked into the ship and it was awesome yeah. it was 10 out of 10 uh but you should just go listen to that <laughs> podcast yeah, yeah really yeah. yeah wow and then the last <laughs> last but not least uh
2: join us on discord discord's just like a little app you can download on your phone you're chatting to us then you're chatting to other people you're showing pictures you're looking at our cats Memes, memes, memes. We oh, got memes. many memes. Yeah. 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 Uh, but basically, yeah. Come hang out with us on Discord. We just broke 2K members, which was kind of exciting. Kind of cool. congratulations. Yeah. That's. Small. Oh, gonna thank you. Thank you. Leave.
1: We're practically famous.
3: Yeah. Practically. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna yeah. leave it. So you're back to nineteen. A- <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's already happened to us a couple of times. Now. We have yeah. this like
1: uh, lore helper chat,
2: and they keep posting the image, and it's going up and down. Yeah. And- it's impossible ride. to get it it's to good. a roller coaster, man. My poor emotions. <laughs> so help us bump over that 2K mark.
1: Yeah. But, all right. You want to s- you spin your mic? Why? Because you're facing. No, I'm definitely talking into Are spirit. you? Okay. Cool. It doesn't look that, like it. I know, but, but but all I'm right. a professional. Trust yeah. me. Thank God. Spotify, I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, you know, he trusted me enough to <laughs> do this job. I should then, too. <laughs> You should, too. Well. <laughs> Let's get into the episode itself. Let's talk about the Militarum Tempestus.
2: Yeah, or is there also known uh, as the Ordo Tempestus? Um, and we're going to be flip flopping with a bunch of names here over and <laughs> over. It's going to be great. There's some low Gothic and high Gothic shenanigans <laughs> going on sometimes. But uh, yeah, today we're going to be talking about the Ordo Tempestus. And the Ordo Tempestus is a semi independent agency under the authority of the Administratum. Its main responsibilities are the training and allocation of the Tempestus Scions and Commissars, though there are other more secretive organizations
1: included as well. I wish we at least knew the names of those secret
3: organizations.
1: Yeah. Even if, like, they didn't give us any other information, I want to know the names so I can try and, like, guess what they do. (laughs) And they're
3: not secret. That's a good point. Son of a (laughs)
1: bitch. Got me there. Well,
2: for once, GW wrote good, solid, (laughs) cool. No holes in that one. (laughs) It's secret, and you'll never know what it is. Perfect. Uh, The Ordo often works directly with the Astra Militarum, adding their specialized skills to the incalculable weight of the Imperial Guard. Both known branches of the military Tempestus are recruited from the of Paginia, which are academies or or orphanages overseen and run by missionaries of the ecclesiarchy.
4: I don't know why I laughed at orphanages. (laughs) 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 Those orphans. Those stupid orphans. How
1: dare you. (laughs) Welcome what, to war. What's weird is that, like, sometimes they're referred to as orphanages and sometimes they're academies. But it probably mm-hmm. just depends on who you ask. Yeah, probably. They're just indoctrination camps. Let's be honest right, here. Right. For sure.
2: Yeah. Did Christian write this? <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell. Hmm. Uh, so let's talk about the Scolopigenia. So, all the recruits that go into the astromil- or the into the ordo tempestis. Uh, they all funnel through the Scuola Pigena. We've mentioned it before on other episodes, but we've never really talked about all the craziness. Mm-hmm. But you need to know all this craziest to know how you get the best of the best, the Tempestus Scions and the Commissars. Right. So
1: let's okay. go into it. So the, the Scuola Progenium, uh the building itself is, these are large, ancient training facilities, and they're pretty thinly spread across the galaxy, uh, mainly found on planets with strong ties to Terra or the Adeptus Ministorum. They are metaphorically and literally cut into the bedrock of the planet itself with the intention of showcasing the strength that faith and will can offer. So they're meant to be just these large, massive, imposing structures from the outside looking in. Yeah. Um, so they're walled by towering structures. They have, you know, weathered gargoyles perched on top. They've got fancy crenellations and. Other things. You better believe there's
2: skulls on those walls. Probably.
1: Oh yeah, many skulls, many Aquilas, candles, probably Vox Casters blaring like Just Imperial like, Creed, yeah. like twenty four seven. It's pure beauty. <laughs> it makes me cry every time I see it. Um, the cathedral-like facade is mm-hmm. cemented by massive iron gates, sentries patrolling the walls, and in one or two cases, they use the environment itself. To add to its grandeur, uh, there was a mention of a couple having volcano moats. <laughs> what? So for the <laughs> orphanage. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's right. We gotta protect <laughs>
3: our orphans <laughs> from people coming in, <laughs> yeah. but also from the orphans escaping
1: out. Well, then
3: they'd be orphans again. Oh my <laughs> Don't they know? Don't they know this is for their protection? <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're doing Ooh. this for you. Timmy, watch out for that lava. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Holy. Uh, despite this projected image, the interior is filled with drab, slab-like buildings, completely undoing the illusion of pomp and grandeur. Not only that, but most progenna Progenia share very similar layouts, as if built from the same template.
2: Poor Timmy. So he's brought to the front gate. It's this beautiful place. He's like, Super, finally, yeah. I'm going to get a good meal. Yeah. Gates open. The light shines through. His eyes adjust. It's just gray concrete slabs everywhere. Depressing. Depressed. Very, Kids very are being depressing. Be- well, well, we'll get into that later. We haven't said that yet. No, no, no. Shh.
1: Not beaten, Mark. Murdered. <laughs> oh, you, for- <laughs> you
2: different uh, up it a little more. You oh. skip
3: that step. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh yeah,
2: it's cool too. So they they all share very similar layouts. Like um, they they just went around the galaxy and built like a bunch of orphanages. All like, the
1: missionaries, yeah, 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 yeah. They have the same template yeah, as yeah. they are going out and you know making these scholar progeny. Yeah, yeah,
5: yeah. Just cookie cutter.
3: Yeah, very Scola cookie progenia. cutter.
1: <laughs> hmm. Do you want to take the next one? Oh
4: shit! Oh yeah. sorry. Um, language. Um, <laughs> yeah. So the conscripts. Uh, so many children uh, find their way to the. Oh, Is that how you pronounce that word? It's Scola. scola. I'll let you Jeez. in on
2: a secret right now. It don't matter. Man. Yeah, you just, it doesn't really matter. You can be like the French. And- yeah.
4: Perfect. It's okay, because words aren't my strength, so <laughs> yeah. I'm going to do my best. Um, <laughs> but through most are placed by the imperial agents. Uh, these children are almost all orphans of imperial nobles or, or heroes, uh, victims in a galaxy consumed by const, uh, constant war. Others may be uncomfortable... Oh my gosh! <laughs> Unfortunate. See, I'm so bad at this already. <laughs> Bargaining Step chips and political. Someone
2: get this man lunettes. a shot of vodka. Yeah,
4: yeah. please. I Some liquor wax. Oh shit.
5: <laughs> <laughs> With that person strategically
4: placed within the scuola uh, <laughs> to ensure their. Oh my. <laughs> should I continue? Like I love <laughs> it. I'm not
5: the worst anymore. <laughs>
4: i swear english is my first language like good ensure their proper education these orphans may be as young as six or as old as 12. the suspicious death of a good imperial governor uh on some backwater world for resource allocation
1: yeah i love (laughs) the Like, they really play up the whole orphan thing. Yeah, okay. yeah, you're, yeah. You're the orphan of a hero. Yeah. And someone needs to take care of you. So let us do it, you know? Come.
2: Look at our fancy building.
1: <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Look how great it is. Look at this volcano mode. Don't, don't you want to come, you six year old child?
3: The floor is literally lava. <laughs> Look at all the fun you'll have it's in this
5: game.
2: Uh,
1: but one of my favorite things about this is the idea that, say, like, some inquisitor. Or even some munitorum adept is out there, and he sees this child of a very well-loving family. Even mm. let's say this is like a beautiful family. Okay. This child is in. <laughs> Daddy loves them. Mommy loves them. They have all the money and freedom that they want
2: and deserve. Yeah,
1: and deserve. Yeah, and the munitorum agent is like, no, this no, you're kid an would. Orphan. This kid <laughs> would go really well in the skull of Virginia. And so maybe he tries to take the child. <laughs> And maybe the parents resist. <laughs> oh no! But oh. the best way to make sure that your child goes to the school is to, well, be an orphan.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. and
3: so sometimes... all orphans are made, whether intentional or mm-hmm. by accident. accident. Yeah. So, so are they actually all orphans of nobles and heroes? Yeah. Or so the majority they just of... tell the children that <laughs> <laughs> your dad was a great man, Timmy. <laughs> You could be just like him.
2: <laughs>
1: holy shit, maybe. Maybe. yeah, it's uh, they definitely communicate it as we're we're a missionary group and we've taken the orphans of the Imperium, but whether they're just kidnapping children, yeah. they're making them orphans, they're actually getting orphans. It's all just kind of a toss-up. It's a living. Yeah.
3: It's, it's not an honest living, <laughs> but it's a living. 20 bucks is 20 bucks. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: I love the idea of just this good imperial, like, a great governor, yeah. loved by his planet, yeah. and they just murder him so I, they can make his child an orphan yeah, and take like the, the child. It's
2: child like a savant or something, so they do want him. Yeah, like, exactly. He is gifted, you know, so mm-hmm. it's yeah. like, well, you know, he's going to do more
1: good than this governor. Children are resources, yeah. you know, and you got to... You gotta, manage, get young. you gotta manage your resources wisely. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And get them young. And get <laughs> young. But only for war, of... not for yeah, anything that's else. That's right. No, just no, no. to
2: clarify, no slave children unless it's for war. No,
1: it, yeah. The yeah. purpose is war and yeah. death mm-hmm. and killing and murder and genocide and, it's and all fine that stuff. for the good of the Imperium. It's Absolutely. Fine. It's fine. Yeah, there's no wrong in that.
2: <laughs> so, up next, we'll talk about the education they
3: we received in this loving, caring, this facility. wonderful <laughs> school. <laughs> All right, so, uh, however they arrive, the orphans assume the rank of Progena Nova, and they begin a horrific and grueling indoctrination. (laughs) Wonderful. That theme is going to, like, riddle itself
1: through this entire episode.
3: Their days are spent constantly surrounded by servitors monitoring them, reporting back through the drill, abbots surveillance network what is a drill abbot
1: a drill abbot kind of oversees the
3: progeny yeah like i okay. think like
2: think drill sergeant and oh, then an yeah. abbot mm. is like a uh, it's like a catholic term i believe for
1: like some type of mission yeah it's like some level of priest or
2: whatever okay. yeah okay. so
1: they, they kind of
2: combined
3: married into, the the, into this fun union <laughs> yes <laughs> this holy union
1: you thought the catholic
2: church was strict <laughs> Check the like, holy
1: fuck. Imagine if your priest carried around a massive hammer. <laughs> <laughs> waiting you
5: to there. put you into submission.
3: <laughs> uh the ferrocrete halls are sparse and meant to be loathed.
1: I I struggled with this one. So there's a very like obvious line in the Meloterum Tempestus Codex that says um like It's describing how ugly the whole... Inside is. Inside is. But it says you're, like, meant to hate all of your time there. Hmm. And I didn't quite... It didn't really resonate with me very well. Yeah,
3: like, I
2: just I just picture, like, I haven't been in the reserves, but you hear people go, or in the army, you people go to the army and they talk about boot camp, how they hated it, worst time of their life, but it was also the best time of their life. And it built, like, it's, such strong yeah. bonds with, like, their brothers. And, you know, so while they hated the place, what came out of it is just this strong fucking mm-hmm. thing And it teaches
3: that, you how to, like, organize your life and, yeah. and stuff like that.
2: So it's, even though you hate it,
4: Sounds like it's trying to
3: break you down, you. though,
2: still. Yeah. Like,
4: in a mental state of it all. Not just mentally. Oh, and physical, too. They'll, bra- they'll break your legs. Spiritually. You <laughs> yeah. Emotionally.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Any way you can be broken, Yeah, they want you to break. Uh,
3: when they first arrive, the cadets are tested both physically and mentally. This is to ensure that no corruption or taint picked up on their world could infect the rest of the recruits. Um, yeah it's crazy so
2: sometimes like uh, the way they get lots of recruits that will you know they'll go to a hive world and they'll take all the orphans there or a world's been ravished by war all the parents are dead they'll take all the orphans there so they have like these huge yeah. batches of people sometimes these huge intakes numbers of these orphanages um, yeah but yeah and um, l- like let's say like, there's some taint on that world yeah, like what they are they gonna do with all Nurgle. these
1: yeah what are they gonna do with gonna all these kids say, mm-hmm. yeah yeah get rid of them <laughs> get ready for the next
3: batch you know i was going to say like how does chaos not sneak its way in there like how do they make sure and like so they're orphans and their world kind of sucks especially if they're coming <laughs> here how do you not so uh, go we'll, over to chaos
2: we'll talk well, yeah they when you have no soul or personality left they indoctrinate you but so Helping them find the taint of chaos and stuff. They actually have psychers that do this. Mm. Um, a lot of the. Like astropath. Not astropath. Like yeah astropath. Lots of uh, psychers and stuff will get selected from the skull of pagena by the whoever these psychers that do mm-hmm. it and then put on the black ships and stuff so they do have waves and psychers there that can like really feel like a person's soul like mm-hmm. right off the bat like okay this guy is definitely yeah. seen they can years. search boop,
1: their memories yeah. what have they been exposed to because yeah. the exposure to chaos is like one of the most common ways that you are corrupted yeah. by chaos even if you like resisted Why take the risk? Just get rid of them. Just a giant filter. Yeah, exactly. Just trying to suss out anyone who's like been exposed or uh, has come into contact with it.
3: Yeah. The metal detectors for the children. (laughs) (laughs) But like metal, like, yeah, these children are hard as fuck, boy.
2: Yeah.
1: They will be (laughs) by the time they're done here. (laughs) You want
3: to go ahead or shall I continue? Keep, keep, okay. Okay. keep going Uh The on. remaining recruits are stripped of their identity, all their belongings taken from them, and replaced with standard-issue clothing and training gear. Uh, their names are purged, replaced from a long list of legendary Imperial heroes. This is done to ensure that their first and foremost loyalty is to the Imperium and not to their home planet or family. That's sweet.
1: Yeah, so they're just like, hey, you're no longer Marcus of planet... Gopher seven. Mm-hmm. Of
3: this noble
2: house that we just killed your father and you right. from. That's right. Your loving dad
1: <laughs> and mother. You're now ooh, Sola Macarius. Ooh, ooh That's and pretty sweet Timmy. These are his I deeds. I mean Sola Macarius. <laughs> <laughs> these are his deeds, and this is what you gotta live up to. Yeah. I, that was another thing that they explained is that uh it's supposed to like propel them to like deeds of courage and mm. you know, valor.
3: Yeah. How many heroes can there be? Come on, we in were saying the ta- there must be billions yeah, out there. Okay. I'd say
2: everyone who dies for the emperor is, is a technically hero. a hero. Okay, so. okay. Right. Okay. Okay.
5: okay. There's <laughs> enough names then. <laughs> just everyone's name is just
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> died after being in
3: battle for three hours. Yeah. A hero. <laughs> a hero. <laughs> Didn't even get to shoot his weapon. A hero He <laughs> didn't waste the
2: Emperor's precious resources. Yes, that's right. Yeah, and he protected yeah. the brother behind him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: Who became a hero <laughs> Everyone's name is Sanguinius there. <laughs>
2: Boom. <laughs> this mindscaping continues as their educational or as their education progresses, with litanies block barred over our Voxcasters almost continuously. Their days are spent memorizing the Imperial Creed. Writing down Imperial tactics, once again, blared from Vox servitors. Learning Imperial histories and languages, probably blared at them from Vox papers, no <laughs> doubt. Uh, they study in huge libraries and auditoriums, and uh, they're physically, brutally trained in massive courtyards as well. So they got some knowledge spots, but they also got where they just beat you in a courtyard, I guess. <laughs>
1: it's, it's just continuous. Like, it yeah. never, ever ends. Yeah, You sleep, you eat like you beat you. you <laughs> wait, beat the knowledge into you and the body. I guess yeah. I don't beat know. your muscles stronger. That's right. Yeah, yeah. You ever see those videos of people working out and they just like get people to like yeah, punch push them, in them the stomach. Stomach. I'm like, yeah, that's the way to really get those abs.
4: Yeah. Just the jungle gym inside this place is mm-hmm. not even great. It's just bars and they're just all doing curl ups and shit. just getting punched as they're yeah, getting, they're getting punched, punched the entire up. time. <laughs> Train your, your body. Keep in mind they are
2: a bunch of six. and 12 year olds oh, so right. yeah.
4: like, <laughs> hit them while their testosterone's <laughs> coming in
2: yeah. they are constantly policy? watched for signs of sedition or corruption even in their sleep servo skulls monitoring their
1: eye twitches yeah they just have what? cameras in their room <laughs> watching them while they sleep and if their eye twitches in like a chaos or corrupted way the drill abbot will just be like hey I saw that on the camera <laughs> last night you little fucker <laughs>
2: No, it's just a wet dream, Drill Sergeant. (laughs) That's even worse! Heresy!
3: (laughs) No one comes here! Okay. <laughs> this is a church. <laughs> <It's so false. laughs> this is holy ground. Oh, God.
2: They are constantly watch for signs of corruption, so that's nice. While some cadets require more correction and time spent in punishment vigils, every cadet inevitably must sit on the correction throne.
1: So apparently a punishment vigil yeah. is uh, you just are pulled into an empty room <laughs> And you're just punished for a day.
2: Oh, okay, How? torture. Yeah, they're just getting tortured. Oh, did you use a cinnamon? 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 Cinnamon?
3: Cinnamon challenges torture.
1: <laughs> that is
3: torture. Yeah, exactly. How what? do they do that?
1: So I think it's pretty like anything goes. <laughs> it's all up to the drill, abbot and like. Yeah you know they must claim that oh the punishment fits the crime so yeah. you eye twitched in your sleep now you can't sleep for 5 days or whatever <laughs> and, you know and you must yeah. pray and reflect upon the emperor or that makes sense maybe you need to get beaten maybe you need other <laughs> people maybe need you to have get to beat beaten. someone you know cuz that's a torture yep. and mm-hmm. yeah
2: uh, but for the correction throne oh god yeah this uh- thing is even <laughs> crazier <laughs> <laughs> the cadet is strapped into this iron chair and needles are inserted into the rear of their head. Mm-hmm. A chemical drug uh called dyrus is then pumped into them. This neurochemical fluid cleanses their synapses, erasing their old life and allowing a new one to be gifted to them. Wow. Yeah, so it's
1: like uh it's just a classic mind wipe. Yeah. I, you know. So why don't they just start with this?
3: It's huh? not as fun. Yeah. And then you don't have to beat them. <laughs>
1: Maybe maybe they need to know that they're they're not worthy, you know? You okay. gotta beat the unworthiness <laughs> out of them. then you erase it out
3: of their mind anyway.
1: Look, I'm not saying that I came up with a primer for how... Who's the manager here?
4: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I totally thought when you said correction thrown, like, is it going to be like Harry Potter the hat that sorts them out to their mm. fucking division? It would be that simple? No, this
1: sounds a no. lot worse. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> What's crazy is... Um, it's not like anyone. It's not like some people go on the correction throne. It says inevitably every single cadet, mm-hmm. regardless of how great they are, mm-hmm. and like let's say this person has never fucked up, aces every test they have, is the most physical whatever. They're just perfect. They will still get mind wiped.
3: <laughs> so Start with this. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs>
1: Stupid. <laughs> Maybe it's dangerous <laughs> on younger people. Okay, could be.
3: Um.
2: Oh no, actually, I know why. Because Dyrus is uh, incredibly rare, apparently, uh, and they 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 talk about how they have to dilute it more and more each time. Uh, and also like, we we're talking about the other uses of Dyrus in 40k. Like, Adeptus Astartes are probably after this shit a lot as well. Like, yeah, Dark mm-hmm. Eldar are probably after this kind of stuff a oh, lot. Just like a drug, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. like. So I think that is. Why I'm gonna rational, rationalize why they don't just start with it? Okay. They, they use it sparingly on everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so it's fine.
3: <laughs> Logic flawless. Um. Okay. Here's a question. So you're saying like even the guys that are doing wonderfully and could just like be great. Yeah. Do they do this to like Primaris and like? Everyone, because
1: like we talk about, we're gonna talk about diaries later. Okay, when it comes to everything else. Okay, um, but yeah, I yeah. I have a, I had the very same questions Yeah,
3: like custodies, do they get yeah. it? They, Here, wait, we'll talk I about. don't know. Whoa, well, let's <laughs> talk about Tune it later. In. Tune in later. <laughs> Stay tuned for the Tales
1: of the Warp section where we discuss Dyrus. <laughs> A great D-I-R-U-S.
2: D-I-R- <laughs> Dyrus. By the local drugstore.
1: <laughs> what was crazy for me was that Dyrus is not mentioned in Lexicanum at all. Yeah, I'd never heard of I've it. I've never heard of it until I read it out of the book. This, mm. like, Militarum Tempestus Codex. Mm. It was crazy. Yeah. Dyr- it seems so important, you mm. know, so vital. Yeah, mm-hmm. the key component for their war companions, right? Yeah,
4: so. absolutely. Um, yeah, so that that's what the Correction Throne is. Um,
1: another thing that they do that's pretty fun is called the Trials of Compliance. Ooh, the uh, Trials. Yeah. Uh, when their education is complete, and <laughs> they've gone on the Correction Throne. Yeah. Uh, the cadets are tested to assess their compatibility for the Tempestus Scions, the Officio Prefectus, uh, which is the Commissariat, yeah. or other potential branches. There's actually a lot of different organizations that pull from the school of progenia yeah so there's um, many different ways you can be mm-hmm. tested you know and assessed
2: mm-hmm. um do we want to name some of those places
1: sure uh yeah there's the adeptus sororitas which yep. is a pretty common one pulled from there mm-hmm. um assassins even yes uh, assassins definitely it's not i don't think the assassins and the inquisition aren't openly like that's not advertised only, yeah yeah
2: and that's not the only place they get People from right, but like, they
1: do definitely um, come from here. And, like,
2: we're talking as such a small number of people yeah. that actually
1: would get to those two. But, they, you know. But, yeah, those would be two other ones um, that they definitely pull from. Lots of, like, administratum positions are pulled from these. Which is crazy. Yeah. Like, do you really need your administratum adept to be <laughs> such a perfect killing yeah. machine? <laughs> you know? Yeah. But there's many different things that yeah. come. Um, and all the tests that are administered these trials are pretty unique to the scola itself. Yeah. And some tests are even designed after a specific recruit. And I assume that those tests are much more in the realm of an Inquisitor is setting this test. He sees someone and he's like, let me specifically test this guy and I will put forth my psychic test on him. And I will gauge his personality and his character and his faith. But you can't run those kind of tests with every single you know, cadet. So, yeah. will they do the
4: trials after taking the serum? Then
1: of the dire serum, I believe. Like the trial is your last step in the school of Progenia. Okay. It's, it's the, the where you Sekulani. go. Okay. okay yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. Um, another kind of cool thought too would be like, so we we're talking about how they take like nobles and stuff from high lords. Like they might not even murder the high lords and do anything. Might they might just kidnap the children for six years indoctrinate them, give them back, and now they're now they're the new planetary lord. But mm-hmm. like now you got just.
1: Uh, purely faithful and loyal. Back in
2: the back in the family line or whatever. Right. Back into that. So
1: yeah, the family needed some corrections. So you've taken and now you control a child. Yeah. In their family. And, yeah. Yeah. and and I'm not even
2: say like necessarily like with like you use the word corrections and that like, I'm just saying like it could just even be standard to just take their children and like this is. You know, you we go to high school. They go to the orphanage. Nobles <laughs> go to the orphanages, especially, you know, like especially on some planets. But yeah, it's yeah. just another thought. Like mm-hmm. they might just literally give them back to the family they took them from. Sure.
1: Yeah. Like, and maybe their test is very different when yeah. it comes to it. So, yeah. um, one such test for a potential scion may require a cadet to scale the walls of the scola while reciting that particular scola progenia's motto. Should they falter in tempo or cadence even once, live gunfire will erupt around them, following them for the climb, trying to kill them. <laughs> and so they have to continue scaling these massive walls <laughs> while reciting, like, the motto and... And there's lava? Some <laughs> on
2: <or> on <laughs> some of them. Well, at least you don't fall and, like, splat. You just oh. yeah, to yeah, a lava. Just it's a soft <laughs> landing. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Another common test, this time for potential commissars is often disguised as not a test at all but an order from command a cadet is ordered to execute a specific comrade uh, maybe even one they had spent years beside yeah. you know going through the the progenia. This test is designed to prove the cadets' ability to abandon their human compassion in the face of order and loyalty to the Imperium. Yeah.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Commissars are dicks. Yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah. All, oh yeah, they're all this work, right. And using this Daris that they're running out of <laughs> just to kill your buddy. What the fuck? Just like Why why a buddy?
1: You gotta be. You gotta prove that it doesn't matter who is get one of the new recruits. Yeah, you have no remorse. (laughs) Yeah, you gotta prove that you can do it. You know, prove that your loyalty to the Imperium is greater than the bond of Mm -hmm. your brother. Yeah.
2: What this guy doesn't sound like I'm not. Yeah. I don't like You this. died. You're going to make a
1: great Voxcaster <laughs> server. No,
2: no, no. This guy's going to make a great Commissar execute.
3: I'm going execute. to you're gonna be cheesy. the villain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. chaos. Fuck this.
1: <laughs> yeah. Mark is the one. Mark, your order is to kill Logan.
2: I- I'll do it. But I won't like it. And Logan's like, no, we're brothers.
5: Look at this Come look to at the, the chaos whiz. <laughs> well... <laughs> I'll kill them both. (laughs) (laughs) And that's how you find the commissar,
2: yeah? Well, yeah, should the
1: cadet or Mark fail in his task to assassinate or execute, you know, his order, uh, they inevitably become the target for the next test themselves. (laughs) So yes, Zach, you would be ordered then to kill Mark for failing his test. And then I will then be ordered... To kill you for Wait, failing what? your
2: test.
4: <laughs> only and if you fail, though. How the turntables. Yeah, if you pass, <laughs> he only breaks an arm. That's right. Yeah.
1: To we show you have that to even success, up. you sacrifice. Oh, man. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
3: We all have to stand in a line, so they only have to use one bullet.
1: <laughs> um, wow. They find waste themselves. Waste. So should the cadet refuse? You know, they become the victim of the next test, or they find themselves at the wrong end of a drill. Abbott's hammer which means death, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, or they become the quarry for a group of training scions, something we didn't really mention, but there are scenarios of like one student, say they have a moment of weakness and the abbot decides they are no longer fit for the progenia, the other students are then turned against this failed student and they're chased through the courtyard until as a group they beat this person to death or hang them or rip them apart limb by limb it's whatever way choice you know yeah, yeah. but yeah. they let you know apparently it allows the group to it really
2: form these, that nice yeah. bond <laughs> these together. 6 to 12 year olds really form a strong bond as they brutally murder right.
1: their neighbor who they kid yeah. Yeah. yeah maybe even the best friend that they grew yeah. up with yeah exactly you know? and So
3: we complain about bullying <laughs> hey, yeah
1: Boeing's different in orphanages, okay? <laughs> yeah. yeah. There is one story of a drill abbot um, taking one of these like failed recruits and they rip the spine out mm. of this student like and they boil it up, put it in the jar, and place this jar in the dormitory of all the other students, and so they the students just get to look at the spine of this once friend that just the other day was living and eating with them and, you know.
2: I like how you didn't describe, like, laughing. Laugh. Like, you well, no, there's no I laughter. Know, I know you wanted to say it. I, I like, did. But you did. Happy there's no times. laughter in the middle.
3: If you laugh, that's a paddle in your <laughs> you're, a, you're the quarry. No
1: laughing. Yeah.
2: Another fun thing that has happened is um, with some recruits at one point was uh, <laughs> the chemical. I don't think it was Dyrus specifically, but some type of chemical process that they used on these recruits backfired, and the recruits all went crazy. So this whole Scrogilia Pagenia... Yeah, like recruits, an
1: entire year
2: nice, of recruits. Yeah, like we yeah. Could, and this could be potentially like hundreds, yeah. thousands, thousands, you know? Yeah. Um. So they all went mad, so they basically send in the next batch of recruits to go in there and just hold them against the walls, and then they mortared them into the walls of the oh, building, shit. and then they just died there, and then their bones are still there jutting out of the building? Yeah,
1: so and they're just grasping like yeah. outside. You can just see yeah. their bones through all the building. That's <laughs> wild. And the children did it. So
4: that's like chills, bro. Like that's yeah. Fu- that, fu-
1: that's, <laughs> that's fucking imagine crazy like walking through that building and then seeing like, like this just, drab, depressing building. And as you get closer, there's just your size skeletons like screaming, reaching, wow. trying to get out of the walls. <laughs> so it's a great place to live.
2: Yeah. <laughs> You thought your orphanage was bad. Check, <laughs> out, check out these guys.
3: I you're gonna say they actually like rose up and took out the drill sergeants. Oh, and took, you took would like scroll. that, <laughs> wouldn't yes. you? <laughs> yes, it's my hammer now.
1: <laughs> uh, there are as there are many other tests that may be administered because they're yeah. all pretty unique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And each is as unique as the cadet entering it for as many different branches as are supported by the Scola. So obviously the Sororitas are administering or would like administered a different test than the Scions would or the Commissaria would or the Assassinorum would. So many different ones.
3: Oh, Um, so the Assassins actually come from here?
1: Some of them do, for sure. Don't they get selected, essentially? The Assassins actually come and pick them? Yeah, those would be very rare exceptions. Oh, that's sweet. Just like Inquisitors, Hmm. like people don't share that this is where their recruits are coming from you know so like an assassin or like a drill abbot contacts like the munitorum and it says hey i have a particularly great batch and so maybe an inquisitor shows up and Mm -hmm. maybe a master assassin then shows up for the trials to administer their own and pick their own crop does some scouting on them exactly Mm -hmm. do they
3: ever like Find blanks or other psychers in these. Yes, planets? yeah, or very, what ca- very often. to them? Yeah, so they have they the black
1: ships away? on, like yeah, the, the majority water. of them are sent away know what on the black, black ships. ships are?
2: No, okay, so Oof. yeah, the black ships are basically this like fleet that basically travels the galaxy collecting psychers, mm. and then with these psychers they will feed a thousand a day to the emperor, mm-hmm. and then you know other other organization. Uh, primary psychers for the guardsmen yeah
1: but i mean they'll pull yeah. um the people in the ah uh, shit astronomicon they'll pull them from the black ships it's really just a recruiting force specifically for psychers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. but the majority of them will end up just being sacrificed yeah. to the um, emperor and these black ships i believe they they have I'd, blanks on yeah, them.
2: yeah i'm not sure if they are run or just manned by the sister of silence um, uh, or crude, I guess. I think I they're crude say. and yeah.
1: managed by them, but I think they fall under a different. Yeah, like I don't think it's their
2: ship. I no. don't yeah. think it's the. Yeah, I think it's like the they just serve on it. Quit. Yeah, yeah. So.
3: so they're probably just picked up right away and not not put through any of the training. Or? Yeah, I would
2: imagine like any site just as soon as they like they bring them into the place, they scan them for any cr- serious corruption, psychic
1: potential. It, it also must depend on their level. You know, a lot of... Too many people think that every Psyker is shooting lightning Magus. bolts. Yeah, yeah shooting lightning bolts out yeah. of their fingers. And that, like, that's very, very few of them. The yeah. majority of them just have a weird connection with the yeah, right, and, and, So em, em,
2: Empath or... Yeah, you know, exactly. Stuff like that. Yeah. Able to read energies maybe or... Yeah.
1: See things that, like, maybe they're just hallucinating weird visions or whatever. We, so. we
2: did a cool episode. I forget which one it was, where we actually broke down, like... GW has, like, oh, seven. Like Psy, yeah, all the like different levels. a bunch levels. of different categories, seven. levels, yeah. and okay. how, how they actually, how powerful are. Like, you don't really mm-hmm. get ranking systems very often, but this, you actually do. And, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, it was, like, an Imperial official one. Yeah. And I think the highest level, they said, is capable of breaking a planet. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Like, Omega level or huh. something. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Cracking. But apparently it's, like, one in every billion psychers is able yes. to do yeah. this. So. Yeah. He's a super Psyker. Yeah. Anyways, um, whatever the test is that is administered to you, its goal is to prove that the cadet has been forged into a perfectly loyal tool of the Imperium. Nice. And if it doesn't prove that, you're out of there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your, oh. your spine is put into a, a glass jar.
3: For bio class. Oh. <laughs>
1: But then we have some
4: fun stuff after the trials of compliance. <laughs> yeah, so they get into the selection day.
3: Finally!
2: Woo! Graduation! <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter hat. We're leaving this <laughs> shitty place! <laughs> Thank God! Now life is going to be awesome!
4: So after the tests have been administrated, the fateful day arrives when the great, uh, graduated candidates, now called Progona, is that right? Progena? <laughs> Progena? are <laughs> <laughs> assigned their duties. So massive ships uh, descend upon the Scola, awaiting to ferry the graduates to their next destination. Uh, Amidst the uh, incense, the incantations, and the litanies, most progena, oh my god, find themselves headed into the ranks of the Adeptus Terra, loyal servants of the Imperium and the uh, bureaucracy.
1: Yeah, which is kind of crazy because yeah. this orphanage just seems so intense. Why do you? Why are you making them bureaucrats? <laughs> after all this fucked up training that they have to after being no, no. mind wiped. Because then
2: when you're like, look, man, I know you had it rough at the orphanage. <laughs> <laughs> all we're asking for you from here is just a twenty hour workday.
1: Yeah, it's not that yeah. bad. All you got to do is look at one screen. Yeah. and then type that number on this piece of paper for the next. Six Sixty, maybe twenty years of your yeah. life, but like you we're know? not gonna beat you.
3: Yeah. <laughs> well, like, um,
1: unless you don't, unless but, you fuck up. Yeah. But and for your daily beating, obviously, of <laughs> yeah. course, we would never, never deprive you of that experience. <laughs> <The> privilege.
5: <laughs> yeah.
4: So there's a couple ways they can go. Uh, they can go uh, join the Deptus Militorum, the Deptus Rordas, or even the Deptus uh,
1: Arbites. Oh yeah, I totally forgot the Arbites even yeah, yeah. pull from the Scola Progenia. Yeah. Which think, is the Albrighties are the police force?
2: Yeah, they're like like they they enforce imperial law and not like sus- not planetary not law. Planetary law. Yeah. The yeah. main thing I believe they're after is tithe, tithe. And like if there's an obvious like rebellion, yes, or you know,
1: Yeah.
5: yeah.
2: Mm, okay. But but it, it it it's it's an obvious rebellion against the Imperium and not like against the Emperor and not necessarily just like an uprising against this
1: the governor,
4: governor right? Because right. He did something, but. But yeah, our buddies are cool. And then those who are like the top of the top um, become the scions or the commissioners. Commissars. Or commissars, commissioners. The commis-
1: <laughs> Commissioner Gordon. He
4: was a commissar. <laughs> you, suck. you talked about cops. That was in my head. That man yeah, didn't yeah. kill, but
2: Commissar Gordon, holy fuck. <laughs> yes. That guy was a lunatic. <laughs> Executing criminals left and right. <laughs>
1: Yeah, the best of the best. Yeah. And that's something to definitely take away from that thing is, like, all of this is to just to find the people who are most suited to, you know, serve. These two lifestyle choices. Right. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, So let's talk about the commissariat.
3: We called it once before the Ordo Perfectus.
1: The Officio Perfectus. Officio. That's right.
3: Uh, It's a faculty uh, of the Departamento... (laughs) Monitorum. the fucking words they have for some of these things. Overseeing the activities <laughs> I you, of I the commissar. Yeah. Officer corpse within the Astro Militarum. After their unfathomably bad time in the Scola Progenum, some progena are recruited to the commissariat to be further trained in the duties of the commissar. So just like pistol training... and and sword waving (laughs) that's a lot of it screaming and shooting your own people (laughs) (laughs) the training of the cadet commissars lasts for an indeterminate length of time and their advancement depends entirely upon the judgment of the full senior commissars responsible for their development so is it just a bunch of commissars yelling at each other yeah (laughs) (laughs) I think you hit the nail on the head when you said it was like yelling school that's
1: like you're already loyal at this point but now you need to learn how to put that loyalty you need to communicate that yeah. you know <laughs>
2: through the through the use of a bolt pistol that's yeah. right yeah. <laughs> that's how you the go. most effective tool mm-hmm. to
1: for instilling oil. loyalty yeah, yes is
3: murder yes mm. headshots <laughs> <laughs> uh, after training the commissariat attaches commissars of most regiment or to re- most regiments of the imperial guard To inspire its men, boost morale, and if necessary, take control uh, when its commanders or soldiers have demonstrated a lack of zeal or competence. The commissars are able to keep even the most anarchical regiments in line, primarily through fear, strength, and power.
1: Cool. One of my favorite commissars, or the idea of a commissar, is a commissar that is ruling its, or commanding its um company or whatever you
2: like the colonel con Sorry. i
1: do okay. i i prefer them leading like for real leading yeah. and not just listening to some sergeant and thinking in their head this fucking sergeant is yeah. so <laughs> stupid
2: you, you like them actually being like apart and invested in the regiment they're attached to more so than just being attached to it and they're just like i don't give a fuck
1: yeah they're like i'm just here to make sure you guys do what this idiot says yeah. So. so
3: yeah so what at, at what point can they decide that their uh their leaders are lacking zeal or competence Um, I think at at
1: any moment, yeah. Yeah. They're one of the few (laughs) on the battlefield that actually have quite a bit of independence Mm. and leeway. And I don't think most people question commissars either. No, Like if a commissar, like your regiment comes back or whatever and the commissar's like, hey, this guy messed up so I shot him and now I lead this.
3: So he could actually just shoot his commander as well? Or he just ignores his... So this is how they describe
2: it. Independent of conventional Imperial Guard hierarchy... They have authority over both soldiers and regimental mm. officers. Um, a commissar's sacred right and duty is to immediately execute any guardsman or officer who mm. shows cowardice or incompetence in battle.
1: Yeah. And it's up to okay, them so to determine can... like what that level of cowardice or mm. incompetence is. And and
2: we have examples of that that different levels. Like we have like Abraham Gaunt, I believe, he doesn't execute those around yeah. him because he actually likes them. Yeah.
1: He Solar with the carrot and not
2: with the yeah. bolt pistol.
1: Solar Macarius as well. Like when his troops refused to follow him, or he was just a war master as well. Yeah. But like his troops refused to follow him past the light of the Astronomicon, mm. and there's no way he didn't have commissars with him. They aren't just going around executing everyone until they all went. You know, like they determined actually it wasn't in the best interest. For them to continue so yeah. there is a, because i think everyone's understanding is if you don't fire fast enough the commissar is going to shoot you mm-hmm. but they don't necessarily act like that mm-hmm. all the time mm-hmm. um, they may allow some things
2: they're yeah.
3: still uh, smart and good at their job and no tactics and yeah because like they go to that skull
2: progenium where they they are taught like day in day out, like not only tactics but also just like imperial creed and like you know, they, they understand what the Imperium is truly about, and maybe going out past the reaches of the Astronomicon isn't what the
1: Imperium right, is Right, maybe about. that mm-hmm. would only negatively affect them. I don't know, it feels like they yeah. have enough perspective to see yeah. beyond That's the, the battlefield. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Enough perspective, yeah.
2: enough context, as opposed to just, like, the guardsmen who really don't have much of much. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: One of the most interesting things about it, it the Commissar, I think, is that uh, they're even they even study the codex astartes mm. Mm. so they take a very wide education range like they must know all about the adeptus sororitas and the they may may they even know study every... custodies yeah. and like they they probably know where everything fits with everything else mm. yeah yeah so they're one of the few like well educated people yeah. on the battlefield they're like a sure. great conductor essentially of it yeah. all yeah yeah like, yeah they're able to understand where everything fits next to each yeah. other mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: a commissar is an inspiring figure to behold. Clad in a thick, flowing coat, pinned with medals, a tall, pointed hat with a stitched aquila on the front. What do you call those hats? Do you boys know? A tall, pointed hat. Like the the typical commissar. Yeah. I don't type. know the name. But. Okay.
1: Well, it's called the commissar hat. Then uh, <laughs> okay. if you don't want that, is Google it. it. Yeah, if you can't, we can. have done hat. all we can. Uh,
2: <laughs> They, they also wield a divine bolt pistol in one hand and usually a power sword waving in the other. Uh, it's quite the sight. Uh, the prim and proper appearance of the Commissar is counterintuitive to, counterintuitive to the savagery, grit, and determination and near-suicidal bravery he displays in battle, rousing those around him to even greater acts on his own. So, yeah, that's one thing Commissars are great at. They're great at inspiring, like, as well. Like, if they are in a trench line and the guardsmen don't go over top, his first move might not be shoot the car- or shoot the guardsman it will be like Jump onto the top of the trench, like, yell some command, wave his sword, shoot off some bolt pistols at the enemy, and then...
1: Prove that he's braver, and they're all cowards, trying to inspire them Mm. to be like, look, Mm. in the face of this, like, the Emperor is greater, and, you know, spouts off some lines of Imperial Creed, maybe an ecclesiarchal text or whatever to just rouse his men. Mm. and Get the blood flowing. Yeah, it's not always a bolt round to the head, it's just, (laughs) like, a very popular meme.
5: Yeah,
2: (laughs) that's the... Um... So, do you remember how the story of George Van Dyer worked, where he had his refractor shield and he got shot, and it was his faith that saved right, him in and... front of
1: the sisters? Yeah,
2: yeah. So I know on tabletop, I couldn't find anything when going through the Lexicanum and Wiki and the Codex and all that. I know on tabletop, Commissars have a Rosarius or refractor shield. I forget what they call it, but they okay. have a, they have a four up invun. Sure. So. I picture, like, I wonder, too, if they have that similar type uh, faith, kind of. Like, here's your protection device. They give it to uh, him. And now, like, the Commissar is kind of fearless. Like, he's got a force field up there. He's seen
1: plasma go directly at him, and it just dissipates right exactly. in front of him, you know? Um, yeah, maybe...
2: And same with the people around them. They just witness it. Yeah, exactly. They're like, though. holy...
1: Maybe the faith of the Emperor really does protect. Yeah, yeah. yeah this is our proof. Mm-hmm. If we follow him, we'll be saved and all that stuff. So, yeah. so while it's not an official part of the
2: War Gear, at the, as far as I could find, it is in my mind. Right. That's that's nice. Absolutely, a good, yeah. That's a good Commissar in my mind.
4: Um, <laughs> wow, okay. Let's,
2: that's all. Yeah, do you want to finish that off? Um, uh, what we got next is the Commissarial Ranks. Uh, so within the Commissariat, there are six different ranks of Commissar. Starting off as the cadet, their training has no set duration and the cadet will graduate as soon as he is deemed worthy. This trend of accommodation through merit continues through all the ranks.
1: Yeah, it's... It was actually really weird when you were saying there's no real, like, length of time you have to serve. It all had to do with Uh, Like your accolades and your renown, your achievements. How many many guardsmen are you executing? (laughs) Exactly, you You reach
2: that thousand mark. That's like okay. That's you get a gold star. You've
1: executed quite a few guardsmen, (laughs) but I've executed a hundred thousand (laughs) guardsmen. (laughs)
5: <laughs> oh my god.
2: <laughs> Occasionally, groups of cadets are formed up into commissar training squads, led by a full commissar. These cadets are then trained under battlefield conditions in how to live and fight and even die alongside their troops they are supposed to one day inspire and discipline. They are sent to the fiercest fighting, in which they are expected to show bravery and devotion through, uh, enough to earn the respect afforded to them by the standard troopers. Such a cool squad. Just a full squad of them <laughs> just...
3: All threaten to shoot each other. <laughs> no, no. Just reminds me of like those Russian uh, egg things. You know, oh, the nesting like, dolls? <laughs> who's, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who's training you? A commissar. Who's training <laughs> the commissar? A commissar. Who's leading? A commissar. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's nice.
3: What will you do if that commissar does something bad?
2: I'll, I'll shoot, the shoot commissar. him.
3: I'll
1: shoot him the commissar. <laughs> I am commissar. <laughs>
2: uh, so the ranks uh, of the commissars are cadet, junior, Commissar, Captain, Lord, and General. Um, They do have some different kind of like flavor text, but it's really not anything interesting. It's like the previous rank of a junior is a cadet, and it it was not much. Mm -hmm. But if you're really interested, they do have a couple small
1: little... They and it didn't really do much with authority level. Yeah, yeah. It really only mattered within commissars. But other than these commissar groups, the commissar squads, they don't. They're not really going to interact with each other very often because they're too busy being attached to regiments exactly. and other Imperial Guardsmen squads. So yeah, as soon like as you, as you might get be a
2: commissar medal or hat or whatever, yeah, exactly. You're sent out
1: and you might be a general commissar or a, a commissar and like the guardsman the average guardsman is going to treat you the exact same way with fear you know mm-hmm. so it doesn't to the people on the outside it doesn't feel like it really matters mm-hmm. about the ranks too uniform to yeah. really distinguish sounds like
2: yeah. yeah. Um, i'm just going to read the commissar general the most senior known rank of the commissariat the commissar generals are highly experienced commissars This is why I was trying to avoid reading it. Commissar, commissar. Mm -hmm. Having the additional (laughs) responsibilities of assigning commissars under their command to officers and promoting cadets to full commissar status. So that's... You get a lot of the word commissar. It's like...
1: It's bureaucratic. Yeah. You know. um, But It's it's cool. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Good stuff. If you're really out there and interested, go check out Lexican.
1: So that is... One way that these best of the best people leave the Scuola Progenia, you know, they join the Commissariat, Mm -hmm. they become saber-wielding maniacs. Um, (laughs) Yeah.
2: One thing we didn't really talk about is, yeah, they are saber-wielding maniacs, but they are skillful. Like, they Mm -hmm. are still the best of the best. Like, they will go toe-to-toe with anyone else in the Imperium and probably come out on top unless it's, you know, custodies or some
1: shit. Oh, yeah, they're very well trained.
2: Like, yeah, yeah, like... Yeah, they're charging the enemy trench line. They may well just clear that trench line themselves. They're
4: so fucking good. Yeah, so. I'd hope so if you're trained at a young age. <laughs> yeah, starting <laughs> at age six.
1: six. Yeah. <laughs> Mind wiped how many times? <laughs> yeah.
4: We're
2: going to play a quick ad from Scare You to Sleep, and we'll be right back.
6: Hello, and welcome to Scare You to Sleep. Have you ever felt like you needed something a little darker than whale noises or counting sheep to unwind at the end of the day? Maybe you've realized horror itself can be a strange but relaxing escape from reality. Every week, I bring to you a myriad of bone-chilling tales, from 19th century dusty tomes to modern up-and-coming authors to truer spooky tales like reddit mysteries and time slips all accompanied by a gentle voice and ambient music and sounds so that you feel immersed and lost in your own personal horror story you can find scare you to sleep exclusively on spotify so grab some earbuds a cozy corner and join me shelby scott every thursday and let's get unsettled together Now, go get some sleep. Sweet dreams.
1: Um, The other direction that the best of the best go out of the Scuola Progenia is the Tempestus Scions. And they are an elite army of shock troopers that the Ordo Tempestus train, maintain, and deploy. The Tempestus Scions is the high gothic word for the... Uh, what? Stormtrooper. <laughs> uh, what did I write?
3: The high gothic word for the low gothic word.
1: Mm. <laughs> yes. So stormtrooper is the low gothic translation of tempestus. Yeah. Oh yes. yes. <laughs> stormtrooper. Nice. Stormtrooper. Uh, the scions are trained to carry out special operations that are above the standard guard regiment's ability to deal with. Missions such as deep strike assaults from Valkyries, uh, stealth, reconnaissance, and infiltration beyond enemy lines, holding the line where no one else can, Mm -hmm. being in crazy environmental hazards, such as underwater or no oxygen, Mm -hmm. or like anything that the guard, they're like, nah, we don't know about them, you send in the elites. Yeah. Um, Scions are the very best soldiers the guard can call upon. Being trained to the peak of human perfection, their combat skills are unmatched by any normal guardsman.
3: So these guys are still just regular—well, not regular, but they're just human. Yeah. No... yeah, as
1: far as I'm aware, they haven't been altered in yeah. any way. They,
3: they do do some
2: like chemical conditioning, but it sounds like it's all just like for indoctrination, or maybe just to keep you healthy. Yeah, fit yeah, like they, they're be. probably on steroids, these yeah. guys, but you know. They're,
1: <laughs> yeah, not. they're not getting additional muscles grafted onto yeah. them, mm-hmm. or they're not getting their bones upgraded, or yeah. anything like that. Are they yeah. on the same level as the Commissars, then? I would say that these guys go through, if not more, the extensive? same level, then slightly higher physical condition. Yeah, okay. physical,
3: not yeah. so much. Yeah. Yeah. They,
1: yeah. I think they're more, like, their level of loyalty is like, baked into them mm-hmm. um, and, like, chemically like, made sure that they stay loyal or whatever. Mm-hmm. Whereas the Commissar, I think it's much more their force of will. And they just love, love, love killing their, <laughs> their, their friends. <laughs> their their
2: friends. They love it. Wow. Responsibility to the Emperor and that love, Right. passion. You gotta
1: love your job and you don't work a day in your life. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> wow, you're really good at turning around and shooting us in the face commissar mark wow you must really love what you
3: do i do it's a gift and here's yours (laughs) how do you think i got general commissar
1: (laughs) see this see this medal i got that for killing a special guardsman oh man uh because of this cultivated attitude of you know them being better than everyone else They have their specialized training and equipment. You know, the signs are set apart from the rank and file Imperial Guardsmen. Even though they may frequently deploy together, the average Guardsman often resents their presence, with some even expressing feelings of loathing or hatred. Um, Whispered behind the signs' backs are derogatory names, such as Bully Boys, (laughs) Big Toy Soldiers, Glory Boys, you know, and others. Yeah, they don't sound bad, nicknames.
2: I, I like the big toy soldiers. <laughs> big <one. laughs> I like the bully boy.
1: Bully boys, yeah. So, to the scions themselves, these names are uh, tolerated, but most often they're just ignored. Um, as the scions are just too focused on their mission to bother with the complaints of a common soldier. Yeah. Instead, the only thing that matters to them is the mission and succeeding mm-hmm. in their mission. If a
3: guardsman ever said such names about like an Astartes or something <laughs> they just immediately just be crushed
1: maybe like
3: like do, would they not tolerate that
1: I, I think that would depend on maybe your chapter culture but also the individual because lots of Astartes are described as hot-headed mm-hmm. and hot-blooded mm-hmm. and others are calm and reserved mm-hmm. and wouldn't matter but I feel like I would not risk it with an Astartes <laughs> yeah. for
3: sure because they're also <laughs> what holy if the, warriors no that's laugh, what I mean like if your you're making friend.
1: And you
2: ride on his shoulder into battle, <laughs>
1: firing a last gun. Have <laughs> you seen that comic strip? Um, it's with space wolves. And they, like, find this these couple space wolves, old space wolf brothers, and they find this, like, orphaned girl in the middle of nowhere. And they, like, take her into their like group and she starts drinking like them and like killing like they do and they they just she rides on their shoulders (laughs) into battle and everything it's pretty funny actually (laughs) it's (laughs) kind of hot i definitely enjoy it every once in a while i see that stuff (laughs) wow yeah so these guys they're just separate yeah you know they don't have the same problems i think i even read that um they're deployed they succeed their mission they come back they regroup and then they're deployed again. Yeah, so they don't much. even have a lot of downtime yeah. as well. Like, they don't have time to hang out in the mess hall for days on end mm-hmm. listening to these complaints. They're mm. just like, fuck you, I'm better. Bye. <laughs> yeah, Bye. <no>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's no need for anything else. So then uh, we're going to get into the
4: training and indoctrination of them all. Um, oh,
2: they're getting indoctrinated again. again. <laughs> <Yeah>. No. More <laughs> drugs.
4: So after their brutal training uh, regimen... Uh, brought on by the scola uh, jesus i can never say this word progenium uh progena uh, are then taken by the ordo uh tempestus becoming cadets to the schooled in the even harsher training camps of the scola temp uh, tempestus for the next three years mm-hmm. um,
1: Oh, sorry. I, I like that they give a very strict timeline in
5: that Yeah,
3: scola. this one has one. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's not often that you see like that. And it, I only assume if you don't graduate in those three years, like, eh, you're just a guardsman mm, yeah. now. <laughs> <Yeah>. you, know, <laughs> you don't have what it takes. If yeah. you're so lucky that that's what you get. Sure, maybe your, you just become a thrall. Yeah, like your body's
2: probably this broken, mangled wreck. If you fail, like, you've probably done some huge fuck up at this point. Cost the lives of your squad or something. Something big.
4: Yeah. Fell out an airplane, didn't pull your chute. (laughs) (laughs) Something. You fucked up somehow. So with that comes uh, excellence, discipline, and obedience are the three core tenets uh, that are drilled into the cadets' minds. So maybe one per year. (laughs) <laughs> this year we're focusing on excellence <laughs> That's the la- yeah
2: what order so first yeah. year is discipline you get there and they just discipline you for a year they don't teach you anything you're just then a- the next year they're like are you ready to listen uh, I was ready to listen a year ago when I
3: made I was
2: already obedient okay now that you're listening let's teach you excellence <laughs> the three year
4: program so all the while they're uh, homogenized and mentally broken they were built as perfect soldiers.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. Like, how often are they broken down to be rebuilt and broken down to be rebuilt? It's like, a hard life.
5: Like, mm-hmm. Oh <laughs> my
1: god! It makes working in the manufactorum just a little bit nicer. I mean, you don't have family to go back to, so you gotta kind of make your own. <laughs> well, I even guess. if you did, you don't remember.
4: <laughs> them, yeah. So. Yep. Yeah. So many, uh, so many cadets will undergo mental reconstruction that erases memories of their past, literally what I just asked <laughs> about, uh, lives, and even uh, in- uh, indoctrination will also occur, so that a stronger sense of loyalty to the Imperium seeps in.
5: Just
2: you
1: gotta be loyal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I think that, this is like the difference between the Commissar and the tempestus mm. the yeah, commissar yeah, yeah, yeah. doesn't say that they go through like further loyalty indoctrination mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah yeah i think that they don't really need it as much as other people do yeah they were it's already
3: so, like the best of the best yeah they're so. so
1: deeply rooted in that loyalty that they just they've proven that they just will kill for the yep. emperor yeah. and the imperium well, Yeah, yeah, and they killed a cadet already. They killed their friend yeah. because that was what the emperor wanted, you know. Yeah. Like, so then the
4: Scions are taught superior battle tactics and use uh, the use of more advanced equipment than the average guardsman. Does it have a list of what they better gear is?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get uh, to it at one point here. Yeah, we're going to go into um, a couple
1: of cool things in their war oh, cool, for cool. sure. One
2: yeah. thing they're training I couldn't find anywhere was um, just training on, like, vehicles. Like, they really don't have vehicle access. They have their Torox, which is basically just, like, a cool combat jeep. But it's not, like, mm-hmm. a tank. You don't necessarily need to go to, I don't know. I don't think they're trained in a variety of stuff. Even Mm. the Valkyries are piloted by the Imperial Navy Mm -hmm. and not necessarily them. And not them, actually.
1: Yeah. So, I would assume that the majority of their training has to do with, like, hey, here's how to survive for 30 days, Mm -hmm. like, in enemy territory. Yeah. Especially if they're doing, like, recon and stuff. You probably don't want to be driving.
6: Infiltration.
4: Yeah. 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 Stealth missions. Relying on yourself more than mechanical tools and stuff like
1: that being said I definitely read a section where they talked about um, retrieval missions and Mm. they said that they will go like behind enemy lines to recover important people or political prisoners Mm. and in that case like there's no way you're getting that person out walking on foot you know like so they definitely have some mechanical ability, but I agree that yeah, it's yeah. not. I don't think it's as highly.
2: Yeah, like um, they don't have tanks. Is
4: basically my yeah. point. They, yeah, That's they try the not guardsmen. Not to. Yeah. Uh, so once their basic training is and mental reconstruction is complete, cadets undergo the trials of uh, compliance. These trials may change from school to school. Does it have a big change in from school to school, or does it go through that again? Um, they, they, they don't give us, they only give us like one example, Okay. Um,
2: but yeah, you could imagine like it. I always picture like stuff like this is when you come up with your own regiment like this is one of the fucking things you do you come up what was your trial of compliance yeah. for your school mm, exactly that you makes know? sense
1: yeah. yeah where was your school located what was like the motto of your school yeah. like how did your school of progenia like differentiate between them yeah. what was like your drill abbot's favorite method of punishment <laughs> that everyone went through like was your diarist diluted or was your diarist pure you know yeah, are you yeah, getting sure. complete and solid mind wipes Are these people being tormented by visions Mm. of their past lives and nightmares and they have that cognitive like inability to reconcile who they are now versus what they believe they were earlier and Mm -hmm. you really fuck with these people (laughs) (laughs) trials of
2: compliance
1: (laughs) are you compliant so one of those trials actually
4: of compliance takes place in uh the hallucinarium holy smoke the hallucinarium oh hallucinarium that's an easier way to say it Um, where they are pumped full of drugs that uh, cause strange visions and allow them to fall prey to outside suggestions. So the cadet must not falter or disobey orders. To do so is to fail, all the while doing physical tasks that push his body to the limit.
3: So what are these outside suggestions?
2: Like sometimes, like, so they probably go in with, like, Unobjective. Like, you have to go f- get that red flag on the hill over mm-hmm. there. You know, there's an obstacle course. But along the way, it's like, well, maybe you could just walk around this. <laughs> (laughs) little step here you don't have to go through the obstacle course yeah you know just little whispers like that to try to make them stumble Mm. or not Mm. obey the original order they were given
1: yeah i i like to think that the person giving them the orders like administering and watching the test yeah is giving like the most ridiculous orders like you see an enemy walking down the street and you're like i could just shoot him and instead the order is go up to him and like cut the left arm off instead Mm. and you just have to do it or it's like you see them like a firing squad out there and you're like there's no way i'm crossing that street and the order is walk calmly across that street yeah and you know all those guys are loaded with live fire Mm. guns yeah and like are you gonna do it are you just gonna walk across this street because it it cries against every instinct that has been drilled into you for like the past years right so i i that's I like to think that the orders are just ridiculous and meant to prove that you'll follow any mm-hmm. order under mm-hmm. any circumstance. And then you got to try and, like, you're also hearing other things in your brain to, like, hey, maybe you're hallucinating now. So yeah, the, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. The guys, like, Random walk down the street and you're like, fuck, there's a demon right there, <laughs> so no thank you. Yeah.
4: So this is a trial of diverse nature that tests how cadets can pr- uh, process commands, regardless of how dangerous, uh, inhuman, or complex they may be. Mm. Only those who pass the trials may become uh, Tempest Scions. Yeah. So fully prepared uh, to give their own lives for the Imperium. Scions are indoctrinated with a sense of obedience and duty that overrides any instinct of personal safety. So that's really why, like th- what you were saying before with the gunline, like survivability, fear, and f- fear or flight, right? Yeah, yeah. it starts to kick in. You're trying to.
2: Yeah, and these people need it, because like, they are sent to the craziest fucking places, so Yeah.
1: They they, they can't be too concerned with their yeah, own life. No. But once you pass, then you're allowed into the Skull of Tempestist for three more years. <laughs> so mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yeah. You wanna take on the next part, Lord? Oh yeah,
3: yeah, I'm here. Tempestus Scions are the elite fighting force of the Ordo Tempestus, the quasi independent agency within the Administerium. Uh, By virtue of its members, having been recruited by the progena of the Scola Progenium, their regiments are made up of soldiers from worlds throughout the Imperium. While individual regiments are routinely deployed for the independent actions, it is also common practice for individual companies or battalions to be sent to war zones and then to have single scion squads join the Imp Guard regiments as required. I now
1: personally, me like yeah. I didn't know a lot about Tempestus scions before mm-hmm. going into this, like how they acted or how they're educated or anything like that. But it sounds crazy to have an entire regiment of scions mobilized in one place. That sounds intense,
2: yeah. Um, the regiment sizes uh, are very similar to Imperial Guard like composition and stuff, they have their battalions, but there's Ten thousand strong regiments of Tem- Tempestus scions, like that's that's their core. Um, and as we get more into like the organization, it it's a strong ten thousand.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, These things, like it's very often said that like a squad of scions will change the course of a battle. Yeah,
3: yeah. So they are literally just like the elite forces. Like they'll sometimes just have a single squad. Helping out a guard. Yeah, like,
1: and that that's all it takes to change everything in your battle, is just a single squad. So now to have a full regiment acting as, like, one unit, that mm-hmm. just... Yeah. The craziness. Oof. They kind of sound like simpler custodians yeah or even just astartes or you astartes, know yeah, like yeah. you use the astartes as like a surgical knife somewhere yeah you do that exact same thing with these scions you know just the scions are slightly more available and accessible mm. to you than the astartes
3: yeah. are available yeah. <laughs> they're like they're like our, not emotionally uh, that's for sure like green beret or seals or something exactly it's, yeah that's pretty that much would yeah. be yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: no hmm. that would be for the commissariat i guess <laughs> no, never mind sorry some of it yeah <laughs>
3: Uh, occasionally, scions have been known to send squads to permanently assist regiments of the imp guard, particularly those skilled at aerial assault. Uh, yeah, and they, they just like, become
1: like the drop squadron
2: or okay. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, no, no, no. They like tying to existing drop regiments, so they oh, don't like. Oh, okay. Like, they drop with them. The, yeah, like they. Be, yeah, when they like kind of find like really good regiments, they like to stick to. I but, see. Because typically, yeah, they will just become the drop regiment for a regiment that doesn't have the drop regiment. But occasionally, they find a drop regiment. And they're like, "We like this drop regiment, so let's drop with the drop regiment."
1: Holy regiment! Mm-hmm. How many times can you say "regiment" <laughs> <Yeah>. in one <laughs> breath and still have it be a cohesive sense and make sense? Yeah. yeah.
2: About.
3: I know five seconds. Since they got dead. I don't know. So these guys are just mind wiped and beaten and shit, and now they're permanently with people that hate them. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you put, put it like Troy
1: that, Toy Soldier?
3: Are you, boys, are you forgetting oh. the fact
1: that they love what they do because
3: the Emperor? Because the Emperor. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, upon a regiment's creation, the regiment will be given their own regimental. <laughs> now we're just saying regiment. Uh, name and number, <laughs> as well as regimental symbol and heraldry. Uh, each regiment is permanent, uh, is a permanent unit, receiving the constant influx of new recruits to keep it at full strength, with up to 10,000 men under arms at one time. Each regiment is also larger than most Imp Guard regiments, Jesus, raised from a single world. However, these huge forces uh, usually do not fight in a single place, Inside providing core elite squads to other Imperial Guard regiments. Yeah.
2: Or... Um. That there's some crazy stuff there. Yeah. Ten thousand. I I guess I didn't write this in the uh, the other thing about this ten thousand is uh the military tempestus they like to see keep their like regiments fully equipped. Yeah. Like uh, they don't let their regiments die out. They're permanent regiments that are constantly being fed new people. Mm-hmm. It's sweet. Mm. Like. That's nice. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and then just we're talking one more thing about regiments and just colors and heraldry and just going back to when you're making your own. Um, It's cool. They give you that option. Um, They have, like, little symbols of cool heraldic devices. Uh, When reading through the book, I'll give you just one example of what one of the –
1: The skull uh, guys. One of the 50 images of the individual guys. (laughs) They're all in, like, the same pose, and you flip through, like, 20 pages – And it's all the same pose. They're all just slightly different color with a different gun. It's pretty funny, actually. So
2: this one is the badge of the 55th Capic Eagles. Uh, It's a vertical white bar displayed upon the armor of the 55th Capic Eagles. It's said to be the embodiment of their singular purity of purpose. Clad in cold, free, and embezzlement. Or em... Not embezzlement. Um... Decoration and individuality, this minimalist icon epitomizes everything it means to be a Tempestus Scion in this renowned regiment. Just a Literally single white just bar, yeah, because yeah.
1: it's just white bar. <laughs> <laughs> um, the guys.
4: But they have
2: some other stuff, you know. You get some like spades, or you know, yeah. You could have a regiment with a sexy lady for your logo. Ooh, it's a weird scotia epigenia, but <laughs> you do you, <laughs> missionaries. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, it's cool. I, I definitely, I just love making my own shit. So
1: Yeah, the more where they lay down how it happens so you get a better idea mm-hmm. of how to add that character and personality to your own regiments, the better it is. Yeah. And anything with the Astra Militarum, the more that's like set down and laid for you to like really get into the nitty gritty of the detail, the better it is. Uh, some things it's better to have more freedom i think but i i love in like the standard army that it's like it's laid out exactly how it is obviously you can deviate but Yeah. hmm.
2: yeah like like an imperial guard regiment i love knowing exactly how an imperial guard regiment works uh necron dynasty i don't need to know exactly how many necron they have right you know yeah i don't need to know how it exactly works
1: yeah. Fair, fair.
2: I want to know, Eric, but I just don't need. <laughs> no, to. It's fine. not at the Necrons. Yeah, It's too late. Oh,
1: God. the damage has been done. Yeah.
2: Fuck, another friendship ruined. <laughs> and not, none too now soon. Now you shoot him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I am the test.
5: <laughs>
2: All right, up next we got the war gear. Uh, so the Scion standard equipment is superior to the regimental guardsmen, and generally c- includes Baroque carapace armor. Fitted for them specifically. A high powered las gun called a hot shot lasgun. A wide variety of grenades, explosives, you know, all those types of things. And even a all those types of good things. All yeah. those goodies. Yeah. And an even greater variety of specialists including including knife.
1: Um <gasps> boots. Goggles. Pants.
2: Underwear. <laughs> Ooh. Under, underwear. Special
1: issue underwear. Yeah?
2: <laughs> regimental <laughs> chafing cream.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Specialist uh, nipple to with, pasties to yeah, protect exactly. your nipples. Yeah. All the goodies Especially they got. Especially with the hotshot, right? <laughs> That's right, yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: and they even get like cool stuff. They get trained in grav shoots, with, which I love. Um, but, yeah. Depending on the mission, they'll be given a wide variety of stuff. They need to fulfill this very specific mission. Right. Um, but a standard thing that they have as well is called the Omni Shield Helm. And it is a specialized helmet used by the Imperial Tempestus Scions in hostile environments. A Tempestus regiment will don all-enclosing omni-shield helms. uh, Their... Respiratory masks? Yeah, respiratory masks against everything from industrial pollution to fully integrated or ignited atmospheres. Oh, crazy. Damn. Damn. When sealed, they allow the Tempestus Scions to operate in even an airless vacuum for limited periods of time. Okay, okay. The multispectral oculum that attaches VA suction cup to the wearer's eye sockets allowed them to oh, see what? in low light <laughs> and oculated conditions with
4: relative ease. I don't like wearing goggles.
1: You say, don't want to like, wear like suction cups on your
5: eyes?
4: <laughs> like every time you take a dog... Oh, <laughs> yeah, like it just pops
1: out and you're like, well, shit, put it
4: back in. <laughs> <Yeah>. oh, <laughs> that's messed.
1: Uh,
2: it, it also contains a tube that is filled with a delicious creme brulee nutrient paste, and it allows you to function. Wow, well, that's some that serious
1: propaganda, if <laughs> I've <yeah>. ever heard. <laughs> it.
2: <laughs> okay, it's cornstarch paste, or cor- corpse starch. starch. Yeah, yeah. Corpse starch paste. But- this
1: this shield is really cool. Yeah, like the fact that it's can just protect you in space and like uh if the air is just burning around you you'll be okay and
2: diving there's stories of
1: them standing at attention for literally days and they just eat the nutrients paste
2: yeah and
1: they're in like a trance either they're not asleep they don't sleep while they wear this um but they like trance themselves down, but they're still aware of what's around them. Um, It's a kind of cool ability, like that. They must have learned. Like, oh, they they probably train for that. How many days are you forced to like wear Mm -hmm. this mask? Calm
2: yourself and just be like,
1: yeah, you are now a rock. There's uh, stories of them just like sitting in their toroxes for days, just waiting for an order, Mm. and just hanging out in that thing, not sleeping, just like awake. Um, But some tempester primes or sergeants or whatever they don't allow them to use it for extended periods of time because apparently it's common enough that some scions will grow too attached and like lazy become reliant on yeah it. reliant that's the mm-hmm. good word yeah they become reliant on this shield and then they have trouble functioning without mm-hmm. it so mm-hmm. it can be also like uh something to look out for for mm-hmm. sure double-edged sword yeah
2: cool uh slate monotron. Um, so this is a data slate worn up on the armored forearm gauntlet of the typical scion. Allows him to instantly access his Tempesta Prime's latest command runes and war psalms.
1: <laughs> Super important
5: Super. A-
1: to have access to at any time or the war psalms. Uh, <laughs> you know, just so you can get a little holy vigor in you. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it also monitors vital signs showing the pulse rate. Uh, health matrix of the wearer at all times so that his officer can instantly assess his condition. It was uh, the slate monotron that led to the old guardsman jibe that Tempestus scions are dead inside for upon completion of their training, their hearts are locked in the iron box mounted on the sleeve. Mm-hmm. What a poetic guardsman, whoever mm-hmm. that was. Yeah, he yeah. should have,
1: he's
3: Wrong career.
2: Wrong <laughs> career. The uh, The monoscope. Uh, though it can be used, uh, so this is mounted on their shoulder, uh, though it can be used to project a beam of light, the monoscope is primarily intended as a visual uploader. Padding left or right as the Tempester Scions goes about the prosecution of war, each monoscope can be tapped into by any Tempestor Prime, or Tempestor uh, who wishes to see what his subordinate witnesses. Uh, the act of covering up a monoscope's lens, whether accidentally or by design, is punishable by a full solid day's electro-whipping and a number of days without rations at the commanding officer's discretion. Accidental. Yeah. Like tree leaf, you're running through the bush <laughs> yeah. tree leaf, Wet tree leaf gets stuck to it.
1: It has to Rip, go. Man, yeah. even oh, for like three no. seconds, that's enough. Because a lot can happen in like that's a short a time. <laughs> like That's a bad one.
4: You need like a windshield wiper just to clean it off. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: But it's so sweet. So like these guys are literally being watched 24-7. Another cool thing they talk about the war gear is like they carry everything they need to survive for like a month. Yeah, on So them. like, and they're wearing their gear all the time, which means yeah. they're wearing this monoscope camera all the time mm-hmm. that is always being watched.
1: I mean, yeah. Even in the skull of Progenia, though they are yeah. not um, unfamiliar with the idea of being watched yeah. constantly, right? Mm-hmm. That Servo Skull is watching them while they sleep. Yeah. So maybe I, I like to think that there's a tempestus out there, or whatever. He's just he's comforted by the fact that he's <laughs> knowing someone is always watching, watching him, <laughs> and looking out for him. That's the eye of the emperor. That's you know, kind of cool. making sure that he's staying That's the some course. Good propaganda. He's <laughs> <laughs> not
7: always
2: alone.
1: <laughs>
2: uh do you guys know much about hotshot LAS guns? I'll tell you guys anyways. Basically, a hotshot LAS gun is, like, a super overpowered LAS gun, uh, and it usually has, like, a battery pack that you wear on your back, and it's corded. Okay. Um. So, yeah, like, it can, it's powerful enough to fire through power armor. So, oh. yeah, and it, there's a difference between, like, LAS technology, like, there's some LAS technology, like, LAS cannons that are, like, really high strength and armor penetration, like... The las guns are still las gun technology. They're still pretty weak. Yeah, it's but the they're-
4: same tech. It's yeah. just the size up, and
2: scaling ability to it
1: and stuff like that.
4: But yeah. it's still
2: the same strength as a normal las gun. So it's not stronger. It just the ha- hot shot. Yeah,
1: it just has a higher armor penetration. Hmm. Onto- how does that not make it stronger? How does like how do you say that it can? just fire better. I'm just saying, t- 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 saying tabletop table t- rules. The oh, sure, weapon. sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. HHS. Okay. It's a, it's but in AP. my mind, yeah, yeah, yeah. if it is able to penetrate further, it must be better yeah. or stronger. Well, it just
2: in goes some to show sense. that like yeah, it's true. You haven't earned your like weapons degree yet. Well, so you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. But <laughs> my
1: nuclear degree is in the mail, okay? And that was only $200,000. <laughs> so. Um, a deal.
2: Yeah, so they all have this. Um they have other things cool, they, they have like uh volley shot lasguns, guns, hot shot LAS guns, which are basically like a gatling cannon i i always picture like uh the clone troopers when they have their own unders- yeah oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, i picture mm-hmm. one of those but for 40k so it's better <laughs> <laughs> it's got an aquila emblazoned on the right, side right, right yeah it's perfect um i don't know if other cool gear that the standard people have like carapace armor is just you know it's nice armor it's nice mm-hmm. and um but the other really cool thing that is not standard that they have it's called the martyr's gift field service kit and uh, it's a medikit. So the Martyr's Gift Medikit is a cut above anything issued to the Astra Militarum. Loaded with combat stims, auto-cauterizing thermic gel, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. this is the coolest part. Yeah. Single-use disposable bionics.
1: Oh. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> what this...
2: is that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is a single-use
1: bionic? Like your arm gets ripped off yeah. And so, now you're like, shit, get me my single-use <laughs> disposable bionic. Yeah. Does it just, like, uh, click and attach? or like, I, Yeah. like I, I just assume it just drills, drills into him. the bone, <laughs> finds the nerves, attaches to them, and maybe it's just, like, a little claw or hook. Yeah. Or,
2: I just watched Mortal Kombat, and for those of you who've watched it, there's a guy who has the two metal arms. Um, spoilers. Jeez, oh. it's a game from like the 80s, Eric. If you oh, don't yeah. know the that right. metal arms, I'm sorry, I don't know what to tell you. That's right. He lost his arms, now they're metal. But when he originally got his first metal arms in the movie, they were just tiny little things, and eventually he gets them bulked down. So like I like a, to think he was like just a T Rex like, at first. Yeah, like. <laughs> Is his uh, name? Jax? The yeah. new Deathcore models, they have some really fucking crude looking bionics. So I like to think, yeah, it's just these crude. Mm-hmm. blocky or very limited stuff yeah. but single use very nice
1: think and, of Anakin's hand when it gets first cut off and he's holding Padme's and it, it just looks horrible and <laughs> wretched and you can see later that they actually have they can just make them look like this so why are they giving him one of like the grossest things ever well, yeah. well. anyways yeah it's nice uh,
2: another cool thing long term healing is of little interest to the Tempest Scions I, I, I described that wrong that's not cool Sorry. (laughs) another thing they do is uh yeah that so in the heat of battle providing a wounded warrior can be patched and propped up sufficiently to complete his duty his eventual fate matters not the martyr gift even features a belt of subcutaneous frag chargers that can be used uh to booby trap eternally wounded scion's Hmm. body thus even in death the Tempests scions strike back against the enemies that that's slew them. That's savage. Yeah, that's pretty wild. Yeah, that's so like they just a-
3: hide these grenades in your skin.
1: Yeah, yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to
3: make a slight incision here <laughs> in
1: your chest cavity.
4: Rips
3: open. Yes.
1: Chest.
4: Here you go. <laughs> like, here's your whole grenade. Yeah. Smile for the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Wait.
2: Now make yeah. sure you play- place that Claymore facing up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It discharged and blew a hole through my body. You don't want that. Holy. Uh, Yeah. So other things that they have kind of with their war gear. uh, The Tempester, so squad leaders can have access to advanced weapons such as power weapons, bolt weapons, plasma pit. They're the best of the best. They're going to take Mm -hmm. what they want. Plasma guns, melt guns, grenade launchers. I got what they want. As for transportation on the ground, the Scions can make use of the armored personnel carrier, the Torox, a robust vehicle which holds 10 soldiers and can bear a wide variety of weapons. It's pretty cool, so it's like, uh,.
1: It's a very <gasps> boxy car. Yeah. And it has these like upside down trapezoidal tracks on the bottom. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be like an all-terrain mm. vehicle, right? You know? Jeep fan Snow. Thing. Yeah, Jeep fan thing. dirt, yeah. Mountain. Ten people, yeah, that's quite a bit. Maybe of guys, lava right? moat.
5: <laughs> lava <laughs> moat. I don't know.
2: The Torox is slightly less robust than the Chimera APC, but this is made up for with its speed, thanks to its Castellian crack or quad tracks. I've never known tracks to go fast to be known for speed, but you know, forty k tanks even go
3: like almost sixty. But are they known for
7: like
1: speed with tracks? Like you never, you haven't seen enough Batman. Yeah, (laughs) he's got some fast tracks. Okay, I got to do some research. I (laughs) I withdraw my complaint. Commissioner Gordon is coming. (laughs) Oh God, no! It's hard to imagine fast tracks when you have anti-grav vehicles
3: yeah that's the thing i, I get it they're and you like have speeders fast. you know yeah they're, they're fast <laughs> Fast for them yeah
2: for what they're moving yeah yeah okay the torx mobility is so reliable that imperial guard commanders often choose to bring them on long campaigns
1: that rage f- across multiple war fronts checks out different terrain you never really know what you're going to get into bring yeah. the vehicle that does it's it not going to break mm-hmm. down on yeah. you yeah
2: The Valkyrie is used to ferry the Scions to and from combat zones as a heavily armored Imperial aircraft, the VTOL, vertical takeoff or landing capabilities. That's like that hoverability Mm -hmm. that they Mm -hmm. have. Thick armor and a sturdy frame and enough weapons to make a Lehman Russ battle tank blush. (laughs) (laughs) They're sweet. Yeah. Um and they're a pile up in there, but these they're piloted by the navy, so yes. yeah, it's like the scions
1: thing. themselves aren't you're right, they're not receiving training on how to pilot yeah. these Valkyries. Yeah. Um Yeah, and they they might
2: not even be ordering these Valkyries necessarily. No. They
4: Does yeah. it say why not though?
2: Uh just during the like Horus Heresy they broke the Imperial Navy
1: and the Imperial Army into two separate things, so uh, no take power. Yeah, um, that's a holdover from a long yeah. time ago for sure.
2: Yeah. Uh, Common methods for deploying a Valkyrie range from simply jumping off uh, if the height is, you know, not,
3: well...
1: It's not going to kill you.
2: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah.
5: Yeah. A broken (laughs) leg we
2: can manage. That's right. That's fine. We can give you
1: a disposable bionic. Yeah, 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 yeah.
3: (laughs) Cut it off and put a new leg on.
1: Third
2: leg. Uh, To fast roping and repelling and when unable to operate that low to the ground VA... Or deploying via high altitude jumps using grav shoots that are possible. So yeah, they jump from atmosphere essentially. Uh, that would be impossible and dangerous if not for all the training they have received. Like, they, and it's a lot of training,
1: yeah. right? So how many jumps do you think they're actually doing? Like, oh, yeah. they they yeah. jump and then they're immediately flown back up, and then you jump again and you're flown back up. Like, you always hear like how many f- jumps you need to do to go skydiving mm-hmm. by yourself, and it's yeah. like hundreds
2: mm-hmm. or something. I don't remember, but yeah, so these guys are thousands. Yeah, yeah. They're they jump from bodies. planes into other planes just to jump, so they can jump when they jump out of <laughs> a plane.
1: I did see something crazy the other day. I saw these guys base jumping. Oh, so okay. that's like with the wingsuits yeah. and mm-hmm. stuff. And they they were flying and they entered a plane. <laughs> what? Wow, base jumping. Yeah, they were like the planes flying. They yep. hover up next to it. And then they just, like, folded themselves and, like, rolled into this open door on a plane. It was wild. (laughs) Insane. It blew my mind. Red Bull.
5: Yeah. Red Bull.
1: (laughs) For real. Gives you wings, apparently. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Battle doctrines. So, Tempestus scions are cold, proficient killers whose deadly firepower reduces foals to smoldering heaps of corpses. Loyal to the emperor above everything else... Tempesta provide the Imperial High Command with a core of flexible, nigh incorruptible soldier. Hmm.
2: You know what's cool, kind of about the the battle, vo- battle zone they would leave behind. I picture like Las there would cauterize wounds when they shoot them, so like it'd be a relatively like blood fle- blood free battle zone. Like you just see like searing scorch marks, and you just smell, it would smell the death. disgusting. Yeah, you just smell the burning flesh. But yeah, like it's not like necessary it's precision
1: you know sure yeah mm-hmm. uh, deployed sparingly they can be depended upon to complete any mission no matter how deadly racing into battle aboard armored transports or plummeting down on grav shoots the scions are the sharp edge of the imperial guard war machine the Tempestus scions are the very definition of military precision speed and destructive ability or as we saw earlier excellence discipline mm-hmm. and obedience. obedience yeah three year
2: <laughs> the three year course you get yeah.
1: a different tattoo every yeah. for every year yeah. that you complete you get like the tattoo of obedience and
4: your scout badge that's
1: right yeah <laughs> um trained to be the best shock assault troopers an imperial guard commander will ever have access to with the sheer size and scope of the Ordo Tempestus not all tempestus scions are trained the same way and some regiments will even go to specialize even further you know mm-hmm. we only care about infiltration mm-hmm. and yeah. how to survive for years without any kind of imperial reinforcement or contact exactly you know so it'd be really neat you really can flavor your regiments any way you want just dig deeper and deeper yeah um yeah
2: and the final thing we have
1: to talk about is just
4: the ranks. Yeah, so the, there are three main ranks with the Scion uh, a Scion, a Tempester, and a Tempester Prime. Uh, so a Scion is their base infantryman, infantrymen, uh, trained in the ways of the Ordo Tempest. Uh, uh, a Tempester is the equivalent to a sergeant, and a Tempester Prime leads a platoon into
1: battle. Yeah. It's pretty. I really like the simple rankings mm-hmm. on things. It's yeah. easy to see. Like, you got your sign. You got your Tempestor and Tempestor prime. You know exactly how they fall into. Not like this six-ranked commissar baloney <laughs> that we caught earlier. <laughs> what are you? I'm a general. What are you? I'm a lord. What oh. are you? I'm a colonel. Oh, <laughs> which one do I listen to? Yeah, exactly. All of
5: us. All of us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh.
4: Sweet. So, rising through the ranks of the Scions is a great honor where warriors are prom- uh, promoted on battlefield record alone. Their uh, accolades earned th- through their courage and unshakable discipline in the line of
1: fire. Yeah.
2: It's sweet, like you know your commander. He's been right there with you. Where Imperial Guard,
1: you don't necessarily mm-hmm, know yeah. that. You're constantly shuffled around and moved from regiment to regiment. Yeah. Whereas these guys, or,
2: or they, you know, all the officers just came from officers officer school, and the they've Avenue. never
1: once even seen mm-hmm. battle exactly. and everything. But so. these
2: guys, yeah, the guy was right there. He's right there next to you. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah so
3: that'd be cool uh, to almost play this in that the new mode they came out with, like the the campaign kind of mode, or. Okay. Fuck, what's it called? Yeah, it's the uh, campaign. Um,
4: yeah, what is it called? Crusade?
2: Crusades. Yeah, Crusade. And, like, mm-hmm. you
3: could kind of play that into your game a bit. Mm-hmm. But it's
4: very real, too, though. Like, this mm-hmm. is real-life army mm-hmm. tactics, right? It's Navy SEALs, like you are saying before, Logan. Like, this is
1: what they sound like. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. Very okay. similar. Yeah, at least the, the theme of it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, the feeling they're trying to evoke is definitely very, like, elite soldier, yeah. Yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's... That's the Militarum Tempestus. Yeah. The Ordo Tempestus is, I like to call it.
3: Commissars.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
2: loyal,
3: loyal, 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 loyal.
5: That <laughs>
1: just is constantly running through their head. It's just, I love the Emperor. I love the Emperor. I love him.
3: Any anything else and mind wipe
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay okay speaking of mind wipe let's just dive right into our tales of the warp section so i got a couple things i want to discuss kind of yeah,
2: this is where we just are going to get wild with her
1: <laughs> so dyrus and mind wiping um how widespread do we think is the use of dyrus in the imperium Well, this is the first time you've guys heard of it, right? (laughs) This is the first time I've ever heard of it. But we constantly hear about people being mind wiped or mind altered. And they never, ever gave you an explanation of how it happened. And this is my first time ever seeing it. Mm -hmm. So, like, is everyone using this drug?
3: Is that why it's so limited?
1: Yeah, exactly. There has to be other mind wiping drugs out there, too, though. Like, to the same degree? Like, this sounds
4: pretty... Yeah,
2: did it, did it say, like, this one was the best or predominant, or did they throw any words It like didn't.
1: That? If it's undiluted, if it's in its proper form, though, the rate of success seems extremely high and safe. Okay. Okay. So...
3: If not, you have nightmares and shit. Oh. Yeah. Apparently,
1: like, the more it gets diluted and cut with mm-hmm. other things and added to, the more fucked up your experience is going to be... Yeah to the point of where like you could you might just break someone Mm -hmm. by administering this drug to them because it's not safe you know you're adding in a bunch of shit and you're like i don't know this is the same color let's put them together and (laughs) give it to them Ah. did they say say where
4: they harvest it from or anything like that too
1: it just said it was in declining supply so maybe
4: that's where they put all the like this the schools maybe that's where they harvest it from interesting
1: like that that's the main ground they maybe go somewhere close to it maybe so they have access to it um i definitely (laughs) like to think that the space marines would really like their hands on this diaris just like and if anyone was ever to get you know like a pure form or a safe batch it's going to be those guys Mm. yeah i think anyone like it though it It sounds like the perfect tool to have an army. because if, if it can corrupt you too,
4: like, chaos and shit like that would probably love it. Because sure, it'd make you even more Yeah, exactly. Way. Especially you
3: can, if it's giving you, like, the nightmares and shit and breaking yeah. you.
1: Well, you could take, uh let's say you take an Astartes and uh, a warband, a chaos warband kidnaps them. Let's Dyrus mind wipe them. Yeah. yeah. And then let's rebuild them as a chaos, you know, marine. Yeah, use their own weapons against Absolutely. them. Absolutely. Like, how, how have we never heard of that? And... Yeah. I assume that it's very valuable mm-hmm. in this universe. Maybe that's why it's not spoken of as commonly. Sure, mm-hmm. yeah, they're trying to keep it as much on the down low as possible so mm-hmm. people don't know about it, so you can't get it stolen mm-hmm. from
3: you. Maybe, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Do you think Tower or anything else uses it?
1: Don't get me started <laughs> on Tau <laughs> yeah. mind
2: no, wiping Because they techniques. just have their words and that's enough to win anyone over it. you know. Yeah. Strong just principles love. and
3: yeah. They actually care about you. Caring's key, I hear. They don't beat you as a <laughs> <laughs> Uh So I'm just back
2: back reading... Back to reality. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading some not known narcotics in 40K, and uh, this one's fun in my mind. They call it the Grinweed. Um, little is known about the Grinweed, except that it makes the user loose all sense of reality. The name Grinweed originates from the fact that it is known to make the user grin upon ingesting. It takes the form of a plant of unknown origin, and it is... Rip- Putably either made into a tea or smoked much like the iloho leaf which is a cigarette so have you ever heard, of marijuana. You ever heard of marijuana guys <laughs> Get rid of nice. it's called <laughs> grinweed though in 40k essentially yeah, yeah. so that's nice it's um, survived a long time. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's made its way... Oh, just imagine the strains of Grinweed. You got, oh, like,
5: Orc-infused yeah, Grinweed, yeah. Oh. where you're
2: smoking just a little bit of Orc as well.
3: So. This is permanent. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, like, they have a bunch of named jugs. Like I'm looking at probably just
3: 20. Is Dyrus
1: on there? Dyrus is not even on
2: there. Which is so, crazy to yeah. me.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. How is Dyrus not
2: more well known?
3: Any other mind-wiping ones?
2: I could read and read, but I think I just now I'm inspired to do a drug episode. (laughs) So,
3: Eric, when we do
1: a High Hammer episode, which we will talk about drugs, that's what we gotta do. That's
2: what we gotta do. Talk about them. So, there we go. There's the next bonus episode. I think.
1: All right, I got one more topic when it comes to mind-wiping and Dyrus. Um, So these guys are mind-wiped pretty often. How many mind wipes? Is too many mind wipes. Well I would argue that there isn't too many Mm -hmm. too many mind wipes. Wow.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So there's my stance. Every Um, other
1: day.
3: (laughs) I would argue
1: three. Three, that's max, no more. Then you're just
3: shot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: We're
3: we're wasting a lot of diaries on you.
1: I think you just need to die. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I wonder if there are any. Like, beyond if you're using a, uh, an unsafe batch of diarists, like, mm-hmm. are there any other lingering effects of just constantly having your Loss memory... Self. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, at what point do you just not know who you are anymore and you just become an That's unthinking automaton?
3: That's the point. Oh, thankfully you
2: always can come back to killing. There will <laughs> always be killing for you to do. The
3: yeah. Imperium will keep you plenty busy. That's what they want, though. They just don't want you to have anything about you left yeah. they so don't want you to remember you're your not world. an individual no, you're just a tool you're trained to yeah. go get this thing and get it out yeah no ties
1: to anything right yeah. Yeah. so that's why they put no, your shield no on feelings go in your trance and then wake up when it's time to kill, kill something, something. No. yeah <laughs> <To> kill your best <laughs> friend yeah. well oh, <laughs> they're sorry. a heretic oh yeah so they deserve yeah. to be killed True. yeah it's their fault yeah really. they did it <laughs> yeah. yeah dang orphan
2: you didn't you pulled the trigger
1: but they set it in yeah, motion. That's yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, it's on them. The bullet had their name on it. <laughs> yeah.
2: My not
3: question your fault. was, before we got into this, yeah. if they used it on anything like Custodes or Astartes or right. something like that, are like Custodes mind wiped? I don't believe custodians are but I astartes
1: I know astartes are, are okay. for sure. Well, maybe not all of them. Some of them have familial ties that they sure, go sure, back sure, to. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um but I would assume that the majority of astartes are in some form chemically mm-hmm. mind wiped. Yeah. And it might not be to the same degree cuz this one sounds intense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like um, full wipe almost, like full system reboot. Right, yeah. yeah.
3: But I I was just thinking like what if one of these people is like a really great dude and he could achieve really great things and be super heroic. I
2: think you might be and in the wrong just like, setting. Just life so optimistically.
3: Yeah. Have you
1: ever heard of the Tau? Oh wait, even <laughs> they aren't great. Yeah. the I think that's the danger of someone having personality and individuality yeah. is a greater risk to the Imperium yeah. than someone being... Like a genius yeah. person, they would rather not risk that person going crazy yeah. than see whatever technological marvel they are capable of producing. Yeah, it's just not worth it yeah. to them. In the same way, like too many people. Talk about how, why don't you just tell everyone about chaos? Then you, they know what to be protected against. But then
3: it's already in your mind. Yeah,
1: as soon as you know about chaos, you are now corrupted oh, by what is it. that? Maybe I should yeah. do
3: some research. Maybe I should do some research. <laughs>
1: Maybe there's another way other than the emperor.
2: Wiping and you're mind dead. Seven times. Wait, look, all I'm saying is they don't only do bad things, okay? Yeah. <laughs> they, they got some good initiatives as well.
3: And you're dead. <laughs> the benefits are great. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, so the next question we got is, or, unless we got more Dyrus
1: stuff. I'm done with Dyrus. Di- Dyrus is just, I can't believe I had never heard uh, about it until this.
2: Yeah. Next question is, um, if you were a sick fuck, what would your trial of compliance be for your recruits? <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. As an Inquisitor, yeah. let's say I'm an Inquisitor and I hear about this batch and I want to go test someone. And there's this child. Let's pick a name out of a hat. Let's call this child Mark. <laughs> Just random name, no no relation to anyone here or anything. And I hear that Mark might have what it takes to be an inquisitor. Mm. What is my test for Mark? Well, I'm gonna get you to destroy the thing that you love most.
2: Oh, small cat! No, (laughs) no, no, you bastard, Eric. So, Logan, chaos sounds pretty fun. <laughs> I told um, you. and you I got don't this have sweet, to... like, cat that we can turn into, like, this warp creature, hopefully, yeah. and ride it. And hunt some and stupid hunt inquisitor some... that tried to make me kill it.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Named Eric? <Yes>. I think. <laughs> unrelated. No, unrelated, no, unrelated.
1: no I, I love, I like the idea of an inquisitor testing a potential inquisitor like how are they messing with you what questions are they like what political questions are they asking you to gauge how well you understand and like um they got to test your soul your strength of will are they putting you in like a frozen lake for 10 days and saying if you can't survive this there's no way you'll survive what horrors i've been through yeah Mm -hmm. yeah are they are they trying to possess you like, cause the demon hosts are like a real thing in the Imperium and many Inquisitors participate in those like arcane acts. So are they trying to say like, you need to be able to face chaos and corruption yeah. mm-hmm. and you're going to be possessed. And if you can't throw it off, you're going to be a husk. So I'm going to yeah. kill you. Yeah. You know? So I like, that seems crazy to me. Like yeah. how many, how many, um, recruits are they going through before they find someone who actually passes their trials of compliance? Yeah.
2: Uh, And even if, like, they aren't screening for direct inquisitorial apprenticeship, like, the inquisitorials have huge retinues full of all types of gifted people. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. You you know, you find that mass savant, and now he's been, so, you know, that might be what the inquisitor needs. So he might literally just have a math board written on the chalk, or math equation on the chalkboard.
1: Yeah. Solve. Exactly. Yeah, because they're not, maybe he's not looking for inquisitor. He's just looking for a thing missing in his His, his pack. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. Yeah, Yeah. yeah um the assassin one like what would they do hmm. oh gosh force you to like infiltrate your drill abbot's office <laughs> and steal <laughs> something off his desk if you fail you're gonna die like yeah. his favorite pen or something yeah exactly yeah, yeah, I guess yeah. It. bring it back yeah his hammer his hammer oh. <laughs> you, take you better the... fucking hope he doesn't get yeah. it back. <laughs> yeah what would be your trial of compliance like if you could come up with one
3: um i like the the scions and stuff How i don't know if they have their own compliance after as well right
1: i don't believe the scola tempestus has their own the hallucinarium is definitely in the progenia
5: mm. mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm.
1: i think they just have their schooling and if you pass their schooling yeah okay like you're done uh, the hallucinarium is awesome <laughs> um i got one if no one yeah go for does. it
2: okay go so as Drill, Abbott, Mark, I would definitely always just make shitty jokes about, well, you're go- You're not always going to have a transport. So my trials would literally just be having them walk a- around the planet type thing. Like Just survive. It, I mean, here, here's your six-month trek across the planet. You're not always going to have a vehicle. <laughs> and just be, you know, I'd, I'd make it funny, and funny.
1: Are you on a death world? In this Uh, scenario? No, because
2: I I still value the children coming back. Of course. You're a loving drill Yes,
4: You only meet out punishment when it's necessary. Yeah,
2: so it's only inhospitable. It's not a full-on
4: death world. It's not
2: trying to kill you, but it's not going to help you.
4: Right. I I got one, too. Uh, Something I was thinking of is they live in their armor pretty much, right? Yes, Maybe coating their armor with, like, ivy. Oh. And living with that for a certain trial of time. To see <laughs> like if they making actually it with-
3: painful in the armor? Yeah,
4: so they see if they can actually withstand that as well. Oh my god. Because yeah. the armor protects them from a lot of the outer core, right? Yeah. The inner core is mm. exposed, right? So
2: Yeah, it's toughen that up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You itch, you're getting hit.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I was kind of thinking. I was like, That's make sweet. these kids, or when they're done, <laughs> just stand in front of their armor for days, staring at their armor. Because they were going to want to go in that armor. <laughs> but you don't get to. You have to learn that you can do this without the armor as well. Or
4: put them like, in a the boiling room and they can't sweat. <laughs> yeah, sure. they just got to like, force do themselves it. to not sweat at all. Yeah. Sucking so it back <laughs> in. It's
1: going down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely, like, they these seem torturous. Yeah. Is what they really are. I like are. the
3: like, strength of will Tor- <laughs> hmm. <laughs>
1: that's your favorite kind uh, of torture
3: quotation right? yeah Tor- torture just like not so much physical and stuff because you're going to get a lot of that and your you don't training like your balls being stepped on no. no well not in the not in the church but <laughs> <laughs> well that's a sin in the church yeah. so
4: we can even do like uh like reciting pie and they sure you have to memorize how many that levels shit. do you have yeah. to go yeah. down yeah. yeah and
2: that is a good skill because it like has memorization applications mm-hmm. yeah, yeah.
1: You have to recite entire passages from the Imperial Creed while digging a tunnel and it's collapsing behind you. Yeah. So you have to make your way out while reciting this or oh, else you might just to. die. Yeah, like fo- follow this map through this city and, you know, everyone is actually trying to kill you in this city yeah. and you got to do it while wearing bright orange so you can't mm-hmm. hide or something. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, right? Just
3: like Yeah, another one would be like dropping them... Just his, a, them in. In a, <laughs> on their head, survive this two hundred foot drop dropping them in like a little little city you've made, and they literally have to just survive it's while like you're hunting for them city or, yeah, something. or something so like that. It's like, get out of it, yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: if you make it out like you'll you deserve to go on, you yeah. know so.
4: Or even, uh, like, even experiencing death, maybe. So, like, drowning them and oh, then bringing them back to like life. Like waterboarding. Yeah. yeah. No. But actually oh bringing them God. back to life yeah. to see if they actually can survive maybe that. A sick one,
1: make their yeah. armor, like... And then you bring them back, they're back to life, and now they have to do something immediately after. Like, yeah. how much stress and strain can you actually take mm-hmm. before you break? And yeah.
4: Cutting Oof. their
3: arm off and putting Give- a little robot arm on. <laughs> giving them the temporary <laughs> Eating their own born. arm. Yeah. Oh,
4: That could be mean. You
3: mean, this is a whole meme, <laughs> <laughs> guys. These are like 14 year olds. Oh, right, yeah. god, <laughs> six to 14.
1: Uh, okay. Any any other trials of compliance we want to search through our depraved and disgusting <laughs> minds for? Or, well, when you say it like that, I don't want to share. Okay, I could keep going. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about abhuman scion regiments. Yeah, this was just
2: an interesting thought. Like, you think abhumans ever make it? in?
1: Yeah, are abhumans accepted into the scola proge- scola progenia? And then yeah. if they are, like, and let's say they are the best of the best, are scion are the Tempestus scions accepting them into their ranks?
3: Yeah, abhumans are like
1: like uh, ogres
3: or yeah. squats. Squats. Like, there are yeah. some
1: that are not necessarily
4: weird, but yeah, I'd like to say so because they could be better at yeah. something that a human isn't, right? Yeah,
3: and oh. they they could go to like those extra specialized. Regiments too.
2: Yeah, like I forget which planet was like eternally surrounded at night, and then they had some crazy name. It was like blindies or something. Oh, okay. but like you have a regiment like that who literally can now see
5: night infiltration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The
3: yeah. big dudes would just oh. be fucking.
1: I like the idea of um, a suicide squad, abhuman squad. Mm-hmm. So you get like a bunch of quote unquote humans. <laughs> you know, as
2: humans as they... a. Yeah.
1: barely human yeah. you know <laughs> just they're just enough to you can oh you feel okay calling them human enough diversity <laughs> that's right yeah <laughs> but yeah you get all these guys with crazy different talents and maybe no because human humanity and in, in the imperium is racist as shit they <laughs> yeah. they do not like other things mm-hmm. and so you have this these best of the best trained guys, and they have all these special skills, but no other one really wants to be next to them mm-hmm. yeah. because everyone's an asshole, <laughs> right? So you then have this suicide squad with this these capabilities beyond what the regular humans are able of doing. And so you just send them, like, hey, you can serve the emperor by dying. <laughs> yeah. um,
2: but it'll be really really cool yeah check out all this sweet gear we're gonna give you
1: oh by the way don't ever cover up your camera or we'll kill you (laughs) but yeah that's that's definitely how i would see it happening like they're putting these guys in the most ridiculous Mm -hmm. of scenarios yeah yeah yeah.
3: Mm -hmm. exactly
1: whereas like other scions would go in there yeah but we just don't care about the abhumans so let's kill them
3: i'm surprised there's even abhumans like, like living. Yes, yeah. <laughs> that they're not just. No, like seriously, they they don't like anything well, else. But there's they're
4: still use for them, though. well I
1: think most of the Imperium is not, ex- like, aren't okay with the abhumans. Mm-hmm. But there are entire planets that are inhabited by these yeah. abhumans, mm-hmm. right? So I think it would be, it's it would be about as hard to get rid of all abhumans as it would be to get rid In of Zinos. yeah all Eldar. You know, they're too spread out mm-hmm. over the galaxy for you to confidently say, like, yes, we have killed all the squats Yeah. You know. The Imperium recognizes 73
2: stable abhuman strains. 46 mm-hmm. types are now listed as extinct, with a further 12 suggesting 86. they have died, or they too have died out or have been assimilated into the greater population. The status of remaining uh, of the remaining is 15 strains that, like, the administrator the alive okay. and okay yeah out of 73 hmm.
1: that's not many no not
2: a lot but yeah i love the idea of maybe just like one military tempestus school taking ab
1: humans and like that's from all the different progenum schools mm-hmm. yeah you got like o- professor o- xavier going there yeah, <laughs>
2: exactly and making some crazy weird yeah, yeah. Mutant yeah. suicide
1: squad yeah. mutant school yeah it'd be sweet mm-hmm yeah. You just get these guys that are already the best of the best, greatly equipped, amazing at what they do, and then they have beyond that, they have these special skills. Like a third mm-hmm. arm yeah.
2: for reloading just their guns. <laughs> or That's just stupid strong
1: Ogrins, yeah. right? Like yeah. Or you get your night guy who does these crazy night missions or whatever or you get, get one scaly
2: who you kind of yeah. just it's like the team mascot that guy
1: <laughs> he's nothing no value no beyond value just... beyond he's like a little lizard human was yeah. like, well that's kind of cool
2: <laughs> he's a side hero
1: <laughs> Side hero. so we, we do say though totally okay if there are ab human scions no <laughs> oh no. oh that's
2: not where i landed that's where i want to go but i see yeah no you... i would say like yeah like I don't think the the skull of Pagenia is taking abhumans, man. I think I don't own... think there's
1: many abhuman nobles. Yeah, exactly. Right.
2: Like, um, but like I said, I could see like there's that .0001 percent thing where that one regiment is an abhuman scion regiment, and yeah. I can get behind that. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I definitely don't think there's ever going to be any abhuman just Lord. mixed in. Like, no. You know,
1: even a regiment seems like a lot to me. Ten thousand.
2: Well, maybe it's not ten thousand though. But even ten thousand, the galaxy is a big place. 10,000 is not really
4: James. that much. Yeah.
1: you're 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 right. It's so. a big
4: place. And couldn't there be abhumans that blend into humans? Sure. Yes, there yeah. are. I think there are many
1: of those. Actually, yeah.
4: So yeah they could when, always sneak in.
2: When our scaly friend he puts a coat on, he now looks more like a cow with the leather than, <laughs> than the, the lizard. <laughs> so,
1: yeah. Maybe you have a, a small Ogryn, yeah. you know, <laughs> who just looks like a big human. Yeah, exactly. He's you the know. smallest
3: Ogryn on his yeah. planet. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Two
2: records. Smallest dog, biggest human. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Great. What is yeah. it? I love the idea of it, but, like, yeah. You have to do that so perfect to pull it A off. Very light mm-hmm. touch
1: on yeah. the ab-human <laughs> yeah. interaction.
2: Um, the final... Do you guys have any other, any ab-human, other ab-human comments? Yeah. <laughs> Would you like to gr- degrade anyone further with them? <laughs> Um The final thing we'll talk about is stormtroopers. So... This is going to be a little meta conversation. Um, Tempesta Scions are a relatively new thing to forty k. You know, I think they're maybe ten years old now, but that's still relatively new. For the longest time, we had what was called Inquisitorial Stormtroopers, and those were kind of the super elite of the elite. Mm. They're your these guys essentially. Um, but over the years, yeah, uh, they they came out with their own official thing. So stormtroopers still exist within the inquisition these are their own thing as well they didn't overtake the
1: stormtroopers Um, there's even some regiments that have their own elite units and call them stormtroopers and and they have no and they have no relationship to the militarium tempestus or the inquisition the stormtrooper is a really well used and multi-meaning word within 40k
2: yeah
1: uh, I'm just going to quickly Google some
2: of those other Stormtrooper types because they were cool too. So
1: what? what's the thought like?
2: Oh, the thought was just telling you people that like, <laughs> they regular inquisitor- Inquisitorial Stormtroopers still exist. They right. weren't replaced by these guys. These are their own different thing, even though the concept is so similar. And there have been questions like when these first came out, if Stormtroopers were still a thing. Oh, I and, see. And Stormtroopers even for other
1: regiments, it was questioned if they were a thing mm.
2: and yeah.
1: Yeah, even it's if, all a thing. If it's you look like at the Lexicanum page of the Tempestus Scions, you'll see actually a lot of uh like Deathcore Grenadiers. They are not Tempestus Scions at all, but they they still have like hotshot las guns. Mm-hmm. They
2: use a lot of the same
1: equipment, but they have the same characteristics and very same, you know, purpose and meaning but you know they're not from the Scola progenia they didn't go through the Scola Tempestis. they don't have their a separate regiment in the tempestus science and there's a lot of them out there actually almost all like the special regiments like the Vestroyans, they have their own version of like their elite elite yeah. of the elite and they aren't tempestus scions but that's what you would compare them to yeah so there's a lot out there beyond the Tempestus Scions, for sure.
2: The Armageddon Orc Hunters. Um, the Death Corp Krieg Grenadiers. Yeah. Um, the Catechin Devil Squads. Mm-hmm. Right. Catechin, as we said, with the Cadians And uh, the Steel Legion Stormtroopers. Uh, yeah, so
1: that's one that they're called Stormtroopers, yeah. but they aren't related to the Tempestus Scions yeah. at all.
2: So that was all just kind of... There's a lot of different type of stormtroopers in the world. You know, it's a great
3: big place full of all types. And they all suck at aiming. (laughs) No, they're (laughs) great!
2: How dare you. Uh, There's even... uh, Whatever, that's just a crazy rat. I
1: guess, even with this, knowing that there are other elite soldiers out there, if you're building an Imperial Guard regiment and you wanted to have elite soldiers, you kind of get to pick. You could build another entirely separate tempest scion regiment yeah. story and have that attached to your own or you can just take some of like the themes yeah, out yeah. of it and put it into your own regiment and say my regiment actually has its own elite yeah. fighting force hmm. and this is their training you know yeah. this is how crazy they are dealt with and yeah
2: yeah exactly
1: all good things yeah, just crazy. to help you add a little more flavor to your regiment
4: sounds like the stormtrooper hmm. has an easier life though
1: Growing other up, other than the Progenia. yeah.
2: Well, just mm-hmm. just go to Catakin and say Catakin. Yeah, the Devil it. Squad. They had an easier upbringing. <laughs> <laughs> True. Daddy
1: beat me <laughs> less. <laughs> Skinning like a, a Catakin face eater or something. By the time Off they're your six, friend. Yeah. yeah, yeah, obviously. And then you yeah. had to kill your friend in order to do it, and it's a whole mess. Yeah,
4: never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Um.
1: Cool. Anything else before we?
2: I don't know. That was that was that episode. That was sweet.
1: Oh, that was cool. Tempest in my research,
3: I did get one neat little thing. Okay, that, like, share, share. Well, with the Tempestus Scions, they actually helped the Blood Angels in one battle, and Blood Angels actually like really, really respect them. Hmm. Like that's how elite they were. That they, they're the best the humans that ever actually, existed. Like, wow, right? These guys are great. Yeah, like, they almost saved well, us.
2: What's cool too, is with like the the permanent nature of the the regiments is yeah you could really develop that relationship yeah, with a chapter, with another where it's chapter. Like, yeah like these guys are the shit mm-hmm. might even get like a little cap or campaign badge chapter badge is an yeah.
1: honor like yeah. yeah could even be called upon to specifically help, help them, them and in other in the engagements yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah I I really like uh I think it was Richard Boylan's hell's reach there's just a, a moment with an astartes and a guardsman and the guardsman says like i actually served with you earlier and, and or like with the sons of dorn or whatever and the templar honors him and says like yeah like great job thank you for your service and i liked seeing that interaction mm-hmm. with it so
3: yeah.
1: yeah anything that like builds on that i'm definitely yeah. down for
5: yeah cool yeah.
1: anything else to share
5: Hmm. Uh
2: okay, so yeah, everyone, don't forget, message Henry Cavill. Oh my god, yes. Don't forget to on Instagram message Henry Cavill saying, Hey, you should go on Lorehammer, the number one pop 40K podcast in the world. Did you right. know they're by, signed by Spotify, so they're pretty big deal. <laughs> like, so they're not just four guys in a room. Like, you should go Henry Cavill. Go tell us about you. You know, I think you guys get the, the bit.
1: Did you see the most recent uh clip of him with 40k running? He's on like the set of the witcher or something and there's just like a backdrop behind him Mm -hmm. and in the middle of his interview he just interrupts the interviewer and he's like i'm sorry he's like this isn't gonna make any sense (laughs) but then he just like points at something on the set and he's like that looks like a Blackstone fortress. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just continues his interview. Exactly. So the yeah. man
2: loves 40k. So I want to hear about his 40k journey. So I think.
5: And just, so do you guys. You yeah. guys want to hear it too. Yeah. yeah. So yeah.
2: so seriously, go to his Instagram, find the blue check, Henry Cavill, send a message to come on Warhammer.
3: Bring yeah. him on. Bring him on. I knew he was into like D and D and shit, but. Oh, he's hardcore into
1: Warhammer. Yeah, yeah. There are many pictures that he has like he's on one on his like plane or whatever studying for a role and there's just a 40k book tossed <laughs> on the table next nice. to him just some light reading just some
3: studs. yeah he does <laughs> of, yeah, oh, of course he does yeah. superman <laughs> <laughs> he tried to play the emperor but...
5: <laughs> yeah
2: um so that was all uh let's dive into our patreon hey yeah. thanks everyone for supporting the show it means a lot Woo. if you've gotten any enjoyment out of this two and a half hour show please join our patreon support the show um it gives us the ability to do new and exciting things as exactly. well as just whatever. So. so
1: let's say thank you to Malik, Jacob, Gabriel, Nick, Hugh, Adam, Philip, Nathaniel, Riddles, Dutch, Paul, Balashi, Pull, Aaron, <laughs> Kel, Fiery. You son
2: of a bitch. I swear you keep subbing and unsubbing. Just to hear your name. I don't know if... I'm, maybe on there's, maybe I'm there's on lots of fireys <laughs> well i don't know maybe <laughs> maybe or maybe
1: it's him uh thank you to mb brother santos jazz michaelus john mystic mind alex x underscore stickman the red danger scales oscar eric and king craggers you're on there not not me eric <laughs> Yeah, thanks to everyone who yeah. is a new member of our Patreon. That's awesome. We appreciate it very much.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. It's 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 wonderful. It's a beautiful thing to be able to give something to somebody else. Like, we just gave you this content. Come on.
3: <laughs> My fiance is subbed, but I am not. <laughs> she, Where she, is your loyalty? <laughs> she got Commissar. it. Commissar! Go, she go, got it on the Tao <laughs> episode so she can watch it. Oh, that's awesome. And I don't think she stopped. <laughs> yeah that's my hope just, yeah. you know. don't let her know yeah. yeah
1: uh mark yeah what is coming up next oh is you this know? like
2: a new segment that we do well
1: it's funny because <laughs> i always tell people like oh let us know do you think this is actually the next topic yeah. or whatever and you've been honest with everyone i'm
2: an honest person yeah
1: for the last three times we've done so this
2: so now upon this Three episodes of trust I have now right. gained with the audience. The next episode is
1: the Emperor. <gasps> Are we doing an episode on the Emperor no, next? No, no, no. Oh, I wish we could. Uh, oh. but we, we, we got to wait. We got to wait. We can
2: until the Siege of Terror is wrapped up. Yeah. But
1: yeah there's too much i've seen too many people talk about what happens on that ship and i don't know how many times i have to fucking write (laughs) in all caps it hasn't fucking happened yet you goddamn ignorant (laughs) plebeians yeah holy fuck
5: so that's nice
2: I, I didn't realize I just touched a nerve with her.
1: I'm sorry. But... I'm a little raw when it comes to the vengeful spirit <laughs> of Alonius Pius on that ship as a goddamn. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Oh, no. well, what, is, what is the episode, Mark?
2: Uh, we've done three Imperial episodes. I think we're going to go and a give some. No, no, no. We're going to go <laughs> oh. give some Zeno some love. So. Ah,
1: Death okay. Hmm. Deathbird? Do you know the Xenos we're going to touch? Oh, man, I don't know yet. I well, that sounds know. inappropriate. Well, you know <laughs> send what? Me, send me a message. Yeah, you guys, come onto our Discord. Go into our episode discussion channel for Lorehammer. And let us know oh. which Xenos. I know
2: exactly which. We're, oh. Yanari. We're doing Yanari next.
1: Yanari. Yeah. Mm. Let us know if you think that's a good idea or a bad idea. We don't really care what you Where's think. My Where's my phone? But- well, no,
2: no. We care what they think, but it does not affect our decision. Oh, that's right. That's a way
1: better way to communicate <laughs> yeah, yeah. it for sure. Yeah. We do care what you think. We love what you think. It's just not going to change our minds. <laughs> but
3: they're the commissars and they don't give a fuck.
1: That's right. <laughs> cool. Uh, well, thank you, Zach and Logan. Thanks for coming thank and hanging you. out. Thanks for having us.
3: Thanks for oh, listening to our I voice. I
1: hope you guys enjoyed it. I mean, <laughs> I stuttered a lot, but... <laughs> <laughs> Happy yeah. to the best of us. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you to you guys, the listeners, for hanging out with us for these past couple hours. I hope you guys learned something. I hope you're as intrigued about Dyrus as I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, yeah, where do you buy? Where that do you find shit? that shit? That's <laughs> what I want to know, yeah. <laughs> So, uh, Rollback Stone. Um, we'll see you next episode with the Yanari.
5: Cool. Thanks, everyone. Ah, Bye. Bye.
1: Bye.